2: All right, welcome to the Sebay Cast number thirty-six with BC Guffy again. <laughs>
3: what up, yeah, BC surprise Guppy?
4: guys? I'm taking the the guest spot for the third time, baby. You, you thought you were sick of me after one cast? Well, now we're on the number three, baby.
2: And any of the any of the patrons of the Sebay Cast know that there's like two deleted, two like full compiled deleted scenes of a the bc guppy cast too
4: we so. got i got two casts prior to this one this is going to be the third one we have two sets of deleted scenes for me and a ramble <laughs> like oh, i'm yeah, basically taking ramble. over the save cast at this point fellas <laughs> and it doesn't look like i'm going anywhere anytime soon so yeah if you don't like me well you're gonna have to click the <laughs> uh the x button on your browser or your phone or whatever because yeah i'm here to stay baby so listen guys
2: this is like the first ever week well, I guess like the first Sebey cast, I didn't have any discussion points. I don't think. I'm starting to forget now. I think. Well, uh, we had
4: Twitter topics, but this time we're going in with absolutely zero yep, Twitter topics. Nothing, nothing,
2: and I feel like we'll be just fine. <laughs>
4: we're, we're gonna see how it goes. Yeah. The, the, this is gonna be like the the stealth cast where we're just gonna upload the this uh, this cast and uh, just see how oh. it fares on YouTube. Just yeah, well. uh... Yeah, I guess you can keep going from there.
2: Yeah, no, that's uh, pretty much, yeah, so we had a, I, I had a guest that was planned. He bailed, or he didn't really bail, it's it complicated, but. Things come, things happen. Yeah, things happen. So, uh, things came up, and then uh, on Friday, or uh, like Thursday or Friday, I asked Guppy, like, hey, would you be on it again, because definitely one of, like, the fan-favorite episodes, so.
4: I reluctantly agreed, and yeah, I got to shout out my own cast. Is that arrogant? Maybe I just should shout out the the people who enjoyed my cast because, uh, <laughs> like, I was very surprised at how impactful my cast was. Um, like, people were comparing it to like some of the some of those great people that were already on. Like, like you've had some serious stars show up on your cast with the faux cast happening recently. Rendy happened recently. Like, you have had people like Rig on, like, long time. Yeah, content creators, and, and it feels like the past like five or so casts have all featured content creators, and, and then there's little old me who barely has a running <laughs> Twitch channel, and a, a YouTube channel with like one video that popped off, but other than that, I've like basically got like zero online presence outside of Discord. So it's yeah, now like, it's kind of a big change of pace with me being on. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a huge change of pace. I
2: tried to get on like some big guests, and then. Some like smaller because we had like Sackon on, we had Lopsy. They're kind of like smaller, yeah, content sure. creators. But
4: they're still content creators. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, exactly not oh yeah, that is true at That's all. Fair. Um, but yeah, again, like like I just want to stress that uh, me me being on the cast, uh, like little old me, and then people really appreciating some of my talking points, like it, it makes me really happy to have contributed so so much to to this cast because I am very invested in it at this point. Like I've listened to probably like 95% of the cast, and to say that I've contributed strongly, so strongly, uh, it really uh, humbles me, so thanks to all those people that are saying good things about my cast, and no promises that this one's gonna be a banger as well, but uh, yeah, we're just gonna He's have fun. Talking we were talking you,
2: earlier, like. and he was scared that the bar is set too high. Now he doesn't want to like.
4: <laughs> well, I, I don't want to talk too highly about myself, but but <laughs> no, okay, it's I do want to do mention though it, that uh, so so Sebe he comes to me asking to do a cast because the previous guest bails, and he wants to do like a secret cast where he just doesn't even ask Twitter. Like he he pretends on Twitch like, oh yeah, we're just gonna. We're just not going to have a cast on Tuesday. No one's going to be on. Don't get your hopes up. And then he just drops a cast randomly with uh, with one of the, uh, I guess, favorite guests returning he yeah. just surprises his audience but uh i was i was stressing so hard to him please don't try to like tease this on twitter as like a secret guest because <laughs> yeah. you had foe on right like but yeah. people they... are going to speculate like oh shit he's gonna have mon ash on the cast or he's gonna have Bodie, and then and then my dumbass shows up like hey guys I'm, I'm here for like the fourth time and then people are just like oh why did he even try to <laughs> you know why did he even try to Hint at uh, a pogger's yeah. guess of just this asshole <laughs> Again, <laughs> for, like the fourth time, but yeah, yeah, he, no, I he didn't, didn't. He didn't, uh, I didn't say shit. Hint anything on Twitter, he didn't say shit. No, no leakers. Any any leakers in the chat, yeah? Um, no, nobody so,
2: knows. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> knows. I did, I was getting close my last stream, and I was like, I gotta fucking end this stream before I start. Oh leaking. god, so, you had to end the stream, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, so but here's the cool thing about having you on now is like. Raids 3 has been announced, Group Iron Man's been announced. I mean, I don't really do leagues, but like leagues has been announced. Like all these new things have been announced. Deadman mode, I don't, you know, there's enough coverage on Deadman mode already. I think we got a lot of meat and potatoes just with like Raids 3 and uh
4: I have no idea enough. what's going on with Deadman mode these days. I just hear uh PvP content and I'm just like Okay. Well, when... that's not for me. <laughs> yeah.
2: When I got Foe on the cast, I was like, I gotta study up a little bit on Dead Man mode before I look like a dumbass. So I.
4: Yeah, and I knew we were gonna go talk about a lot, stuff. a lot about raids three this cast because, like, like I didn't really look at the rewards too much. I just saw like, at a glance, what they were. But but uh, last night I was like preparing, uh, like doing some DPS calculations just to see exactly like how powerful these rewards were or how weak they were. Um. So I I got a little bit of homework to to present to the class. A little bit of show and tell.
2: So, so uh, before we will be talking about that, for sure, I guess before the you know the homework or whatnot about raids three. Let's just briefly go into who are you, BC Guppy? For those that have never listened to BC Guppy cast, and those that may be interested in listening to the prior ones. Who yeah, are so you? I,
4: guess, I guess that's pretty important to do right away before we start getting yeah. into the, the meat and the potatoes of the cast. So yeah, I'm BC Guppy, I'm a really long-time Iron. I'm a super old Iron Man, all things considered. I started playing like like three or so months after Iron Man came out, and I've been playing the same account basically the entire time. So you've got six years of uh, Iron Man experience, uh, or I've got six years of Iron Man experience behind my belt, which is a lot more than most. I predate Sebe by like two years. Yeah. Um, at least. So yeah, I've been playing for a long time. Uh, I've I've come up with lots of innovative methods over the years. Like, uh, like I, I've got some pretty cool videos on my YouTube channel that you can see of, of stuff that I came up with, a- and even stuff that isn't on my YouTube channel I've come up with. Like, uh, like uh, th- th- there's all kinds of things. Like I was the first person to take blood brush to Zami, like to really show it off, and I was doing that before you could even get to God Wars. Uh, on ancients as an iron because this was before redirection scrolls right so you had to like you had to like hike up there if you wanted to bring ancients as an iron to to god wars but yeah i was one of the first people to really show off how powerful it was there like uh venonatus uh step back method with acb i came up with a zero damage method with acb i i could go on on stuff that that i've come up with over the years but uh, i'll have it i'll have your
2: at least your youtube linked i know there's only a couple videos on there but
4: yeah, it'll be linked if you want to check out, like, some of the stuff I've done. It's got very little on there. Like, I've only come out with a few videos. But, uh, yeah, to summarize myself, like... Like, of course, if you haven't watched the the BC Guppy cast, or or even one of them, like, I strongly recommend, if you're interested in uh, the other Sebae cast, mine is definitely a good listen, I think. It's a long but listen, to, su- to summarize, like, some of my, uh, my uh, strong suits on that cast, like... Like I'm pretty passionate about the game, so you really get to to hear me spilling out my uh, passion for RS on that cast. You can really feel the energy flowing there. Uh, like I've got lots of ideas of the direction that the game can go into. I, and uh, I I'm have, obviously, I'm gonna chime in. For sure, I'm gonna go chime ahead. in and just say like,
2: so BC Guppy is like so passionate about the game. He literally came out with an entire like spreadsheet of how to like rework every basically weapon and monster in the game to like bring back balance (laughs) to the game. When, when there was talking about like the blowpipe nerf and all that other stuff, like BC Guppy and uh, I know, I know GE challenge was a little involved with like getting the balance just right. But like they were going deep into what could really bring this balance back to, uh, weapons and stuff like that in the game. So,
4: yeah, that's a topic in in and of itself because Jagex, likes to nerf things only when they've become like a massive problem and they don't really do like maintenance to their balance like they don't do little things that would improve balance long term they just they basically just band-aid fix stuff if it becomes a problem for too long like you can take a look at how and see how long void range was like oh god bugged for like it it was a 21 percent uh uh, range bonus for a very long time or I should say 21% damage, 10% accuracy. It, it, it was like that for so long and it took them so long to fix the blowpipe we all know was very overpowered for many years 6 years of blowpipe devastation and only now because <laughs> it's been like many many years since they even introduced anything to do with ranged right Yep. and it's because of this elephant in the room of, of the blowpipe being so strong and it it took them 6 years to finally figure out oh shit we should probably nerf this so we can add new content again and uh and yeah they did that but going back to to myself like uh like yeah i'm just a really passionate player um i i do like math quite a bit and i have done lots of uh like calculations seeing uh what uh what would work for an equipment rebalance like I was doing my own speculation on that. And I did come out with a, a notepad file that has a whole bunch of changes that I'd love to see added to the game. Things that I think are almost necessary for the game, but Yagix just uh you know Yagex be Yagex and they don't really uh change much unless it's a huge problem. But yeah. Um that that's pretty much me. Uh again I'd love to recommend myself uh as a listen on the previous Savecast. cast. Yeah. Uh, other what, than that, I don't think there's much to say about myself. I'm just a somber non-content creator kind of guy. We uh, definitely just, just playing the game having a good time.
2: We definitely had a lot of speculation on raids 3. Like that I feel like the majority of just the pretty like uh the first 20 episodes of a, Save a cast, even probably more than that, were just so focused on like these future updates that just hadn't come out yet. <laughs> People are getting sick of it too in the comment section. People are like, "Okay, can you guys stop talking about raids 3 and stuff? It's like nothing's <laughs> happened yet." So, we finally get to talk about it. And I'm pretty pleased to just uh have a just a few slivers of my ideas like in raids 3. Uh, I think the light bearer ring is a uh an example of one of those things where I Shout I'll out Save Agenda. <laughs> the Save a Agenda coming in strong, but also, uh, the two tick wand and watching the Summer Summit live, I remember just listening and they were like, We're gonna come out with a wand that attacks at two cycles. I'm like, Holy fuck. There's no way <laughs> there's no way Arcane just said that. Like, this has to be a joke. But um Nah, it's it's really exciting. And then there's like some really cool armor and this new amulet that's coming out, so
4: I guess Dude, let's just... we've been so long overdue for a new raid. Holy shit! Yeah. It took so long, and it's still not out yet. So yeah, we gotta wait <laughs> until like winter twenty seventeen exactly. for that shit. When when is it planned yeah. on being released? I think it's it's like twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty one. Yeah, so it's gonna be like. Uh, I think uh, I think Chambers of Eric was released in, Jan- in in a January of twenty seventeen. I yeah. think yep. so. This is probably gonna be. J- like january february of 2021 i think
2: you said 2021 like four times 2022 just making sure we're not oh, in, this oh, is sure. not a this is not oh, a pre-recorded it is, it's cast it's already 2021 oh my <laughs> yeah, god dude this is that not was. a pre-recorded cast my
4: friends <laughs> 2022 okay there <laughs> okay, you go good. yeah it, it it is not 2020 anymore fellas <laughs> um uh yeah it, it was uh really fun I, I didn't watch it live i i just watched the VOD, but i was relatively unspoiled um i think i think my good friend qhp shadowed him he was like shout out QHB. turn on the tv there's raids three turn on cnn they announced raids three i'm just like oh shit they actually did it so i watched the entire vod and like their whole announcement stuff uh oh my god listening to mod ed go off is, was so great he's got like the perfect voice for doing an announcement he was being all like epic yeah when he was doing his announcement like tombs of the basket raids three 2022 I was I was watching the
2: deleted scenes. They had like a little YouTube upload of like the deleted scenes of those announcements. Just showing them like fuck up and stuff. And Ed, dude, Ed has a dirty mouth, man. Like it, he had so many bleeps. Like they would just bleep it out because it's the old school. Was he fan. swearing? Yeah. But it
4: was in, but it was I like, thought he would be going off script.
2: So that's something he wouldn't even do. I don't even know. But it was just funny as fuck like watching those deleted scenes. I was actually laughing. Sometimes like you could just imagine it would be really cringe to watch, but no, it was, it was good. Um, that's uh, that's funny. Yeah, mod Ed's awesome. Mod Arcane just fucking legend. And then uh...
4: mod Arcane, mod Husky, mod Kieran uh, when he you know does stuff lately. He hasn't done in, like anything. I think he's doing like a managerial role. But yeah, we have some very very good J mods. Mod Ed yeah. like like I, I love mod Ed. Mod Ed is is great, and he's I think awesome. he's really underrated. Yeah, he is. But yeah. Uh, the 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 backbone of the team right now is basically like we got ash on the coding side he he doesn't really like make too much uh, like new content like he he just kind of does like the the stuff behind the scenes that makes the game work he just makes all the spaghetti come together pretty much um but yeah arcane kieran husky ed they're like the ones that are actually pushing the game forward yeah and i'm really grateful to have new jmods i remember when kieran was like brand new i'm just like who is this guy because this was when he was on the q a and he was like being all shy yeah and yeah. then he came to the next Q&A a week later and he was popping off out of his mind and, and it was like a there was a brand new person on the coach. and since then he is he's he's basically like made the game last as long as it has with uh like new raids. He he did Inferno like by himself pretty much. Like Maud Kieran is a god but
2: Maud Kieran's so awesome. If I ever see him on a Q and A, like if I see his name mentioned, I'm there because he's he's just a legend. And he's like just really positive. Yeah, he, he's, he's always got smiling. That positivity
4: going for him. Yep. Yeah, that, that's the thing I love the most about Karen. Yep. I just wish we we saw more from him, because he just does manager shit now. Yeah. He feels like he doesn't even have too much of a say in like brand new content or maybe he just doesn't uh, care as much maybe he's past his prime but we still we love kieran yeah yeah, yeah we... like going back to what we were saying like yeah i i did watch the vod for for the raids three announcement uh really exciting stuff um there, there were some things that uh i wasn't like too pleased with like this Cursed uh, beneath curse sands quest it's like another master level quest and I feel like the game does not need more master level quests. Um, they end up being just so mild. Like, like I was really hoping for a uh, dual reveal of not only raids three in the desert, but also desert treasure two as like a new Grandmaster quest that that could tie into that somehow. because um, all these master level quests, like, like Fremenic Exiles was a master level quest for for yeah, those of you. Was... Uh, wanting like a reference on what a master level quest is like. And that was a complete disappointment to many people.
2: I'll be honest. My opinion on things is like, yeah, I I had, I did have quite a bit of fun with like dragon Slayer two and monkey madness Two. monkey madness two was actually my favorite quest. Uh, and everybody hated that quest, but I fucking loved it. And I think the reason I loved it was because I didn't fail that barter, uh, part where like you're going on that boat or like the little floating the airship yeah yeah yeah, that thing uh like i didn't fail that thing getting all the dynamite in the crates or whatnot or in the backpacks so
4: yeah i don't think i failed it either Um, i think if you failed that you hated the quest yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) if you failed that you instantly hated it but if you got past it it was fun like you didn't feel like you were getting held up so
4: but uh, those grandmaster quests have some real weight to them. You can feel it, like uh, yeah, like it feels like you can just like die at any time. Like, like uh, they they do feel challenging. The bosses are actually somewhat engaging. You don't roll over them with uh yeah over leveled, uh, over geared. I don't. Uh,
2: I don't really mind though having just a really simple quest. But maybe that's just because I just want to get to the. The actual content raids three i don't want to be like spending four hours doing a fucking light puzzle and stuff like that
4: i i will say um because they're not adding Menaphos with raids three that does leave me uh, speculative that they're going to come out with Desert Treasure 2 very soon after, and that's going to be the thing that unlocks Menaphos, and then you're going to have uh, a brand new content update with Menaphos. They're basically giving the desert the Mauritania treatment, where they just do, like, just non-stop desert updates for two years, and then it's finally flushed out and uh, looks amazing afterwards. Because, yeah, like, they introduced uh, Tob, and then, like, afterwards they They did Nightmare and Slep and all that. And I was so surprised, like, like, they just did a Moritania update. Like, why are they doing another one? But it makes sense now because now they've, like, finished Moritania and they can move on to the next thing. Yeah. So that that that's that is the next thing is the desert. So yeah. I I do think there will be a desert treasure two coming soon. Maybe it'll be teased in the new, uh, the new quest, the beneath cursed sands. Oh, definitely. Uh. So yeah, that I guess I guess now that I think about it, like I'm kind of excited for beneath cursed sands now because I know it's gonna probably tease desert treasure two, and and the direction that the that that quest line might be going into. So that'll be really fun to actually, uh, see what they do there. So. Okay, I don't know what we should talk about first.
2: I I, I kind of want to talk about not just go straight into the rewards. No Twitter topics, and we're we're
4: just not even sure what to get into yet. I, I, I just this.
2: don't know if we get into the rewards first of, of, of raid three or kind of how the raid goes because what they said is like you go into like a main hall and there's five bosses or something like that or six bosses and you get to choose which ones you kill first. But you yeah, do all.
4: that's a really interesting uh, concept. Uh, so so. I, I, again, I didn't really get into, like, raids 3-2 too much, uh. so I don't actually, like, like, I read through the poll, but I just skimmed through it, and I'm just like, okay, I kind of trust that the team's going to do something really cool for the raid, so I, I trust that their ideas are going to be good, but from what I could tell, there's, like, an upper echelon kind of part of the raid. Like, this is going to be, like, a tomb-based raid, so it's going to be underground, but You're going to be at, like, basement floor 1, basement floor 2. It's going to be the upper part of the raid with, like, four different bosses that you have to all clear. And then you get to the bottom echelon, which is, like, maybe a couple more bosses before the the final boss. And then the final boss is always the same. And then they have this uh, invocation system where you can go into the raid with uh, modifications that will uh, make it either harder or easier. Really, really smart implementation by the way because you can make your raid accessible while also not uh alienating your your like older players your, your more veteran players that are looking for a challenge Yep. so so it's going to be a case of uh unlike uh chambers of Zarek and Tob, you're going to have the, the challenge mode on release which is really exciting and that's how all raids should be introduced i think
2: and entry mode on release
4: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. so so the people that are bitching that the raid is too hard or too easy can just modify it to their will um yeah. the most difficult uh like uh, like all invocations uh or I guess maybe not all advocations, but all the ones that make the raid harder, I should say. Like if you if you play with all of those on, like it should be very challenging but also yeah. very rewarding at the same time. I, I just trust that the team will be able to to do this correctly to get a good balance, right? I think um, they're gonna but make it. On paper, their uh their design philosophies are very solid, I yeah. think.
2: No, I think it's gonna be amazing. Dude, okay. Have you killed any Fasani's nightmare? That is the only thing I do in game at the moment. <laughs> Bro, okay, I want to hear your thoughts in in my opinion they fucking nailed it that is the best like that is one of the most fun bosses now in the entire game in my opinion
4: you talk super highly of it and it surprises me because i i don't think it's that much different, bro than it is regular
2: no, no 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 oh my god dude it is so <laughs> much different it is literally dude okay so when the combat achievement oh we also got to talk about combat achievements but when, oh,
4: shit. That We didn't even talk about
3: that. <laughs> we haven't even mentioned oh,
2: it. no. So much. So listen, um, uh, Fasanis, when it came out, like, okay, so no, no, sorry. When combat achievements came out, they said, oh, you have to go back and like do a solo nightmare and sub 16 and all this stuff. Dude, that was misery. That was actual hell. Like that, you
4: did the one kill for combat achievements and you hated it.
2: Yeah, I was like, "How the fuck did I do this twenty nine hundred times? Like soloing this for nine months straight? Basically, I honestly didn't understand how I did it because it was like horrible. And uh, Fassanis well, is just fucking fun. Like you just go there and it's like quick and there's no like RNG aspect. It's like you can't really get fucked over too hard unless like the end. Well, there's right.
4: no RNG. Um but like like of course the fight is shorter but but uh, i just do two kill trips anyway so it feels like it's the same thing i uh like uh, like how do i get started here like like maybe i think you probably dislike nightmare a lot because of the way you did it like you did so much one tick flicking like just horrendous quality of life there <laughs> yeah and you also went in with tons of like phoenix necklaces and and you weren't using blood fury and stuff like yeah. i kind of trivialized the boss by like doing a whole bunch of ior thieving and and having a whole bunch of uh, charges on my Blood Fury to, to make the fight as, like, quality of life as possible. And and at the point I was at, like, it was, like, really nice grinding it almost in a sense. Okay, so so you've been playing Iron for a long time, so you probably understand where I'm coming from when I say that when you do content for a while, or if you go draw, dry on, like, a... drop that you need for a long time you get into this rhythm of doing the boss where you know you've mastered the content and you just like you just pull it off all the time and you're kind of in the zone yeah uh doing something uh and you know it's efficient and you're just like busting out tons of kc per day like like uh can you give any examples of of your iron man career where you've gotten to that like sort of in the zone state uh, on uh I specific mean specific bosses where you just like grind it all the time. Like you probably at that point already with Sarachnus where oh, you yeah, got this groove, right? Yeah. Like you know what you're doing and it's just a matter of just mindlessly like sort of yeah. grinding out the KC, but you're also being efficient at it at the same time. Like make, maybe you've had a, an episode where you've been doing lots of solo raids. Yeah, no but, like I was G-Bow. gonna say solo raids way back. Just yeah, so you have been there. Like like I've been there many times. Yep. Like I've been there doing solo raids. Hunting for Tebow, I've been there doing solo CM for Omelet. Never got the Omelet, by the way, sad. Uh, I've been there for like bandos, like when I got really good at like flicking bandos, where I was sort of like, like, like I just get super comfortable with my method, and I'm just really happy to be executing it all the time because I know I've mastered the content. Like, like I felt like like that with Nightmare at some point. Mm. I I also felt like that at, at Corp doing solo core back when the food method was the only thing you could do. Like, I had this just rhythm. Like, my mind was just organized in a way that was yeah super efficient for doing the content and i felt like that with nightmare too where i knew what i was doing and i was really comfortable with the method i was doing and and it took like little brain power for me to do the boss because of how like efficient i got the the method down and how little like brain energy it would take to do it so i got to that point and and when once i got to that point the boss was great i think but before that it was horrible because i was still like learning all the like the little things like to make things more efficient for it yeah and uh, before I got to that point, I absolutely hated it because I knew like I wasn't doing the boss efficiently or I felt like I wasn't doing it efficiently because I, I hadn't gotten into that rhythm yet. So you but don't think after I got into the rhythm, I, I just grinded it all the time. You don't think Fasani's
2: was a huge upgrade. You're just saying it's whatever. Well,
4: I see, the thing about Fasani, it's not that much. Hard. In fact, it's easier. It, it is easier. easier. It is easier. And that's why I fucking like it. <laughs> It's actually easier than a normal solo nightmare, which is... It's definitely substantially better. I, I should probably preface this by saying it is much better, but I, don't, I still don't really see much of a difference. Like, the actual fight itself is more or less the same. It's just, like, sort of faster paced in a way. Like, like again, when I talk about this rhythm of getting, you know, like, into... into like, like, when you become comfortable with a boss, like 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 it's great for me yeah. um when i was starting fasani i was like i was like dying a couple times uh to stuff that i didn't learn yet and i wasn't in that rhythm but i'm in the rhythm now for for doing fasani and that's all i do on my iron pretty much um I, I haven't been playing the game a whole lot lately but yeah like like i got into that rhythm for, with fasani where now i can just like listen to music or just be in voice chat and just uh just grind this uh Hopefully, until I get a mace soon.
2: Yeah, it is funny that you say, like, Fasani's is easier. Because it legitimately is easier than a normal... Okay, so comparing, sorry. Comparing a a solo nightmare to... Like, a solo normal nightmare to a Fasani's nightmare. The solo normal nightmare is actually worse. It's harder, and there's... Like, you can't one-shot husks. You can't one-shot parasites. The parasite instantly starts healing... Whereas in Fasanis, you could literally wait there for, like, four ticks, and the parasite just <laughs> yeah. sitting there like a dumbass.
4: The, like, the thing with, with regular Nightmare Solos was that the Parasite, like, like there were some really difficult-to-execute strategies with, yep. with spotting the Parasite, like, on the correct tile. Like, you'd lure, you'd lure Nightmare to the very north part of the room, get it, like, wedged in with the door, Yeah, that's and then you'd do. summon the Parasite, like, on the very north uh. Like I didn't the, even the very middle of the north uh thing that lets you enter yeah, the little portal thing. And then I... you would like sight the parasite yeah. while it's under to do damage to Nightmare. Like And you had just...
2: to you had to have claws. Like if you didn't have claws, you were basically like just taking chances all the time. Like claws. Oh yeah, was Death huge. Charge
4: helped a lot with that, yeah. I noticed. Like, I never get claws on really almost every parasite. Yeah. I was
2: surprised as well to see because I remember in the betas, uh those totems. Like, you couldn't have a Thrall attack a Totem. And then, in the actual game, when it came out, Thralls could attack the Totems. And I was like, damn, Harmonize just got, like, massively devalued. Because Harmonize was, was like... I wonder what they're going to do to the Harmonize now that there's a new upgraded Arcane as well.
4: I was uh, talking about this last night um, with uh, QHP, and... There was the mod arcane proposal that was just to make it into a like a pseudo powered staff where you can auto cast with it with regardless of your spellbook so you could use thralls with it. Yeah. Which which would uh, make the harmonized staff significantly more powerful, of course. But I was thinking like, what if elemental spells actually mattered? Like like what if there were actual, you know, elemental weaknesses in the game that mattered where you could be auto casting like Air like wind surge or something, and it would be doing bonus damage to something that would be weak to wind or like, like you know basic yep. stuff like water spells being, exactly bonus damage to, to fire creatures like stuff like that that you see in like every other MMO. Okay, what about this? Like,
2: I I mentioned this on Twitter. What if, okay, and I'm I'm gonna make a stretch here because I was talking to West Ham about it. Obviously, West Ham's a pvp PvPer, but like, what if the Harmonize staff could auto cast Every single combat
4: spell at 4 ticks. And I'm... And then uh, the first thing that was probably mentioned is 4 tick barrage is outrageously OP. Yeah, yeah. But
2: <laughs> but you know what's funny is West Ham was saying that 4 tick barraging in a PvP situation wouldn't actually be that crazy OP because it's autocast only. And if you ever want to do any switches, you're going to have to wait that
4: uh, little delay because well, the harmonized staff doesn't get that delay. That, no, no, that, it, that's the dumb thing about auto casting is that the harmonized staff has a special treatment where it doesn't oh, have that one. Oh, true, auto-cast you're right. It,
2: I wonder if it would do that then with the uh,
4: with the delay. Yeah, because that was something that yeah, that was an oversight on my part. That was something they fixed just for the harmonized staff, and it's and it's just to make it feel more like a powered staff. Like I wish, I wish they applied that change to the entire game. Yeah, that would be nice. It's, it's really stupid that there's that tick delay. It just makes auto casting magic spells so bad. Yeah, it does. Like like uh that shit where you had to like like in Twisted League where you had to manually cast magic dart on Olm's right claw Yikes. because yep. auto cast delay exists. Like why? Yeah. Why is that still in the game and why was it only fixed for the harmonized stat? I don't I don't get that at yeah. all. Like, okay, like okay, they, so, they keep adding uh, or, so you go you go first.
2: Okay, so what if that is a good point because that is something where like west ham was just saying oh there's like a there's a delay and then i just considered i just said oh yeah there is a delay and i forgot that the harmonized actually removes that delay so let's say it did every spell besides ancients now that's obviously a huge nerf but like there are these uh, demonic spells on the Archaea spellbook that might get some fucking use potentially
4: uh, i love how they released it and then it was just so bad it is bad <laughs> in every form that you could never use it anyway it, it's, it's just so bad the it
2: and then the they made an glory. arbitrary uh achievement where you have to go and use that spell with krill that was so...
4: that was fun by the way I we'll talk more about that. combat achievements because i had a lot of fun on the release but yeah like they released these demon bane spells but they're just dead content on yeah. release because they just don't have enough dps and yeah and anything that boosts accuracy with magic is just inherently bad, unless it's like seriously, seriously giving you just outrageous accuracy. Like, uh, well, even in the case, like, like, Thamarin' Scepter is like double accuracy and it's still bad. It's so Like, shit. we all know how shitty Thamarin' Scepter is. They, they need to fix it. The
2: harm bad. is better than a Thamarin' Scepter, so,
4: like, in the wilderness. Bro, even, it's, now yeah. no, it's like. Is this... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah I don't know I don't know what else they'll do with the harmonized staff because it's in this really dumb spot where it's the only magic weapon in PvP that that's like outrageously strong. Like like it it's funny how the Trident of the Seas is banned in PvP. Yeah. You can't even like attack players with it. The Trident of the Swamp as well. Even the Sang, like you cannot use those in PvP. But then the Harmonized Staff comes out with Tomo Fire, and since it's autocast, it does work in PvP, it's just like why? Yeah. Why, don't just, why not just permit the trident to work in PvP? Also, if I'm not mista- mistaken, the blowpipe is still 3-tick in PvP, is yep. that correct? Yep. Like, why? Why are there these arbitrary restrictions? I think, I, think...
2: I think there is sort of a, I don't know, there's kind of a good reason because, like, blowpipe at least, like, you don't lose anything. At least with the harm, if you die with that shit, you're losing the tome, you're losing all the runes. With a blowpipe and a trident, like, it's all fucking charged shit where, like, as long as you're protecting it, you don't lose anything. If you lost all the content inside of it, then I think it would be more balanced to like bring that out and have it two-tick.
4: That's true, you don't risk any ammunition with it, but then yeah. again, PvPers, they bring like three Dragon Bolts with them in the wilderness anyway, yeah. they just absolutely minimize the risk, because <laughs> money is everything in PvP, you can't be risking 500k, you know? Yeah. that Tome of Fire is like 500k even, like if you die with it, and you die with some Mert Pages, it's like yeah. 600k, like, p- people nowadays, they'll risk Occults that are uh, like 300k, so I don't think people even mind uh, risking... Uh, okay,
2: listen... Uh, again this is this is a Sebe cast. This is gonna be a ramble, it's just talking about random stuff. But so I mentioned this on my cast, and I think you'd probably be a big fan of this. You'd have to tell me, but so you know how the occult does ten percent magic damage, whereas like yeah, every other item thing. slot does like fucking nothing negligible. So what if okay, and here's the other thing, you know how augury is basically useless except as a tank? uh Uh, i
4: wouldn't say that okay it's not useless it's not
2: useless like it obviously has it obviously is best best in slot to use if anything has magic uh like a magic level like a monster has a magic level that's cool okay but what if augury actually had like a a better use so what i was thinking is lower the occult to about six percent is what i was thinking make eternal boots have uh like a 1% or a 2%, and then have the Sears ring have like a 1% or something damage boost. But then have... Uh, okay, so wait, listen, 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 listen. And then Augury, again, I I want to hear your things, because I just, I chat this stuff in my stream, and everyone's like, you know, either they agree or they don't agree, but there's no real discussion about it. But um, what if Augury gave like a 5%... It doesn't have to be 5. I'm just saying 5 just because it's simple. But like 5% damage buff. But when you're praying it, you get 5% negated damage to you. So like if if you're praying Augury and you get cast with like a magic attack, then like in a PvP situation, if you're both praying Augury, it would cancel out. But like any other monster that shoots you, it would actually negate 5% of that damage. But then if you're using Augury you get that bonus. So I'm just thinking, like, it really is kind of a shame that if, if anything has zero magic defense, like, for example, a totem at, at Nightmare, it would be really cool if there was actually a prayer, like Augury, that you could actually pray, and it would give you some sort of fucking boost because it's an offensive magic prayer. You know what I mean?
4: So the first thing I'll go off on is uh, people have been speculating for the Mage Prayers to, to add damage for years, right? Like, like, They're noticeably very bad compared to their uh, melee and range equivalents. So, if you're going to touch Augury, you should probably touch the other mage pairs as well. Like, make them... Just make things, like, progressive, right? Yeah,
2: so what about 1%, 2%, 3%,
4: 4%? Well, not even that much. What what should happen is... uh, you could like tone down the base damages of the powered staves and trident and stuff and maybe maybe nerf stuff like Tome of Fire on the harmonized stuff and then like add those uh add those damages to the mage prayers so that you have a uh, like linearity with all the all the combat styles where you've got Augury giving you, you know, twenty five percent more damage. Yeah, that would take a and, and then the prayers rework. would be very important. Like, yeah. like, you could do that. If you're going to make it so that, like, you know, 1%, 2% kind of thing, it's like, why is melee 23% more yeah. damage and then mage is, like, 5%? Like, like I'd like there to be linearity between all the different prayers so that you have this uh, very simple design uh that, that everyone can understand. What do you think so about... if you're to do that, you could probably, like, rework mage as a yeah. whole. It, it does need reworking, to be fair. Mage is very fucked at the moment if you guys so. are curious how why mage
2: is fucked and what they could do to it the bc guppy cast i think was i can't even remember if it was part one or part it two was anymore. the first one it was sure, the first part okay so we talk about that there bc guppy has a lot of great ideas for how you should basically rework magic and what like the best the pros of it would be like for the health of the game so
4: just got to give a shout out the, uh, One of the big points uh, that I had to fix Mage was to make magic weapons actually matter, like uh, like range weapons matter, because uh, the code I want, for example, is plus 28 Mage accuracy, which is so small when you compare best-in-slot range weapons, where it's like heavy ballistas plus 125, uh, Armadillo crossbows plus 100, and it's weird that Mage doesn't have that same sort of linearity. like like It's, it's so weird how different Mage is uh, just because they, just because it was like so strange in 2007, and then when they add new content, it's like they they keep that same parallel with how it used to be. They they have this uh uh the status quo that they have to work around, but they they could completely rework the status quo by having Kodai be like plus 95 mage accuracy, sort of in line with like top level uh, range uh, weapons. Yep. Um, you can. Really, uh you can balance mage weapons a lot better in that sense because you can have stuff like Staff of the Dead oh plus seventy, like you can have in between okay, so, where they actually do matter.
2: So what would they do about like mage armor then? Because like melee armor doesn't give melee accuracy, but mage armor does. That seems to be the bulk. Like if you were an ancestral top and ancestral bottoms, that's huge compared to just a single weapon. So what what would change the armor so would you just keep that
4: oh i i would keep everything as the way it is like like i think ancestral top is like plus 35 mage accuracy that that's pretty in line with what range is at the moment like armadil chest plate i think is plus 33 so like everything about mage and range as far as like attack bonus is relatively the same um what's the uh dragon fire ward and like the twisted buckler ranged accuracy it's like in the 20s, right? Arcane, for mage, one plus plus... 20 as well. Everything about range and mage, in terms of equipment, is pretty parallel, except for the weapons, where yeah. you have such tiny differences. I saw a suggestion on Reddit that was like... It was like uh, making the mystic staves better. <laughs> and I just laughed, because it's just like... It was adding like plus two accuracy yeah. to, to Mystic compared to uh, yeah. It's because like saves. it's like so, so small. Like, what yeah. difference is it's, this? It's gonna be- make?
2: It's beca- and those are the, the, the these are the ideas that I'm coming out with because I don't want something that's just not gonna happen. Like for example, a complete rework in Magic. Like it's just it's basically ruled out in my mind that it can even happen because Jagex is just not gonna put put the time and effort into it, and nor who knows if the community would even want it because it's just too big of a shift. Where it would bring balance, but like it would just really rework the game. So I'm thinking of these little things, and again, that guy probably was too. Just these slight buffs, just because we're all so... I don't know, we all just kind of assume nothing... Game changing is really ever going to happen? Like again, Jagex
4: doesn't like to do maintenance updates. That they they only update things when they become a problem. They don't update things before they become a problem. And at the moment, Mage is looking like it's going to become a problem soon because the Harmonized staff is going like, to yeah. die overnight because this new uh, this new Heka wand that's coming out from raids three is just going to inherently just be better in every single possible way to the Harmonized staff because of uh it's it can be used in tandem with rolls so okay
2: so what do you think about here let me go to the wand uh oh the heka is that what it's called Hekka of Tumakin or something yeah heka of Tumakin. <laughs> okay so it attacks three attacks are two ticks one attack is four tick that's a bigger hit splat or just it has more damage potential
4: yeah that's correct so. i think it's appropriate that we talk about this first because this is the most powerful reward coming from red Street by by a very large amount it it's so it has this weird thing where it it's too tick until it's not it's got this variable attack speed which is like interesting but th- this interesting factor of the weapon is like kind of redundant when you consider that the actual dps of the thing is just gonna be better than a saying anyway so it it's basically like it's got this niche sort of a thing going for it. Like, they're advertising it as, like, some unique thing where it'll be, like, really good for, like, something like Nylechus where you're attacking a whole bunch of things at once. But in reality, it's just going to completely replace every other (laughs) mage weapon everywhere because its damage is just too high. Also, I want to talk about, um, on the Raids 3 blog, they they have this formula for how the damage is going to work on it. (laughs) Jagex uh, is doing something... Doesn't make any sense at all. What they're doing is for the the two tick hits, the your mage bonus is gonna matter less for it. So it takes only a percentage of your mage strength bonus on the on the two tick hits, so that your mage damage isn't affecting it as much. And then they're making mage your mage damage bonus matter more for the four tick hit. And I just want to talk about how redundant that is because they talk about how the blowpipe is really strong because like it's two tick and it scales like twice as fast with with the uh, max hits right yeah but the thing with mage is that mage doesn't use mage strength like like range does like all range strength additions for range are additive but for mage it's multiplicative yep. it's, it's actually multiplying your damage instead of adding on to it so what they're doing with this two tick staff is completely redundant because it's percentage based anyway um a 10 percent damage bonus um a multiplicative damage bonus is going to be doing the same thing to a two-tick weapon as compared to a four-tick weapon. Um, So (laughs) they've already got, like, you know, properly scaling damage for mage, but they still end up just making this weird-ass formula anyway for how the damage works, so that your equipment is actually mattering less as a result. And it's, it's, like, so stupid that
2: Jagex would do this. Okay, so here's my question. So I was watching somebody doing I can't even remember the streamer, but somebody was doing the beta world with the wand at chambers at the hand. I think it was Tip or something. Maybe I saw a clip of Tip brickety doing uh the little movement like how you would do it basically with the wand. And it looks cool and it's obviously best in slot and stuff and with the shield as well and everything, but like in my eyes, I would love to hear, uh, you know, a coherent, like, I guess, argument. Not really an argument, but just something that is explaining why the wand needs to even switch to 4-tick. Why can't it just be a 2-tick weapon? Because, like, I
4: don't know. I just feel like it's so arbitrary It just have It is this... arbitrary. There's no reason for it. If, if they just want to come out with powered staff, number 4, and have it best in the slot. They can just do that. But but the cool thing, thing is, weird like, mechanic. this wand, okay, I, first of all, I was a little
2: disappointed that it's a six tick attacking range, and I'm pretty sure you could just extend it to... F-
4: yeah, that's even it's more too,
2: dumb. Like It's too far casting, I feel like. I feel like it needs to be short. I feel like it needs to have that niche of, like, just being short, be, or else it'll just be used everywhere. I feel like it... That's my opinion. I feel like it attacks too long of a range. Um... I don't know what your opinion is on it. I feel well, like why
4: why does it need this this, this nerf to it? Like why? Does I think it does need a game nerf. raid content have to be side grades all the time where you've got you know like oh you get this, but oh you've also got this and this and this to to worry about. Like like why not just have no? Like, because you know, if it's gonna be powerful. best in
2: slot DPS everywhere over a sang and a trident and everything, and
4: uh... well, you say everywhere, but in reality like barrage tasks exist like like ice barrage exists like yeah, yeah but i'm i'm, I'm be comparing be it to like a like a sango. yeah everywhere well, i like, guess like, would be used you would be using this instead yeah. you yeah. are right i guess but i then guess then the thing has it, like healing and stuff but like the problem is that mage isn't even good to begin with so anywhere where mage isn't good this this new uh thing will not get used anyway like, like you have uh, things that break the mold. Like the twisted bow gets used where range is typically not even used. Like stuff like, uh, like ice team and like people love T bowing ice team and and it works great because of how crazy strong the T bow is. I, I think even the scythe is capable of of uh, competing with range in places where melee is not typically used as well. But but this new wand, it is strictly an upgrade to Sang in ev- in every way. Um, except for stuff where the niche is really powerful, like Nylakus. Like where you're one-hitting Nylos 2-tick instead of 4-tick. Um, so it, it's just basically going to replace Sang everywhere that Sang is used, which is sad that it's got all these like weird things added onto it that don't make any sense.
2: So what would you say? What would be like the most optimal? Me, in my opinion, I think it should just be 2-tick, and I think it should be shorter range. Because it does outclass everything, and that shorter range will make... The have use in fact what would have been really cool is if in my opinion is using that wand in conjunction with a Sanguinesti for like solo raid running like the mage hand where like every time you go to the very far part of the melee hand you'd have to switch to a sang right there and then you'd like switch
4: back to your wand or whatever for like the, the closer hits but now is it's that just... not uh so i haven't seen tipper kitty doing this like old mage running method with the with the Tuka. it's pretty cool whatever looking. it's called um so you can actually do the entire claw yep. um do you take damage from Ulm?
2: nope it's completely oh, so,
4: so there's actually a method where you can run yeah run olm and you i don't okay. think you lose
2: any ticks either
4: so yeah it would be cool to have this mechanic where you can like switch to sang but like i'm just really thirsty for really powerful stuff to come from raids three but right? then
2: like, isn't this exactly what you want then because this is really really powerful
4: well it's not like that much like, like compare compare like going from a t-bow or, or, or sorry compare going from a blowpipe to a t-bow or even like a like a crossbow at ziliana to a t-bow it's like crazy power difference yeah. and that's and that's what end game raids uh, gear should be i know they're trying to prevent power creep like, they're really trying to p- prevent power creep, but they're going too far about it. They're releasing power creep too slow, and they're adding too many side grades, too much, like, this and that. We'll, we'll talk more about the rewards as we go. The Tuka, obviously, is is very, very powerful, and it's the most powerful thing to come from race 3. But again, like, mage is in this really weird spot where, like, it's just, like, the only things that are specifically designed to be maged is getting maged at the moment. You, you can't uh, you can't really take mage to bandos anymore these days because you've got this new fancy bow that's just outrageously out DPSing everything else in the game and uh, and this problem with with bosses as they have uh, currently is that like there's not much variety in the meta like like oh you've got to do this and this and this. Against this and this, and there's not much uh, variation. Like, like you can't get away with using the wrong style of bosses these days just because of how they're designed. Like, like new bosses, I'll I'll, I'll give some examples. Like stuff like Seracnes, uh stuff like Nightmare. Like, like they're so scared of range being good that they give them like plus yeah. three thousand range defense. Yeah. And it's like, why can't you range these things? Like, why does it have yeah. to be like practically indestructible to range? Why why can't they like balance the defensive bonuses so that you can like use a variety of styles like like what happened at bandos for one at one time or even like something like mithril dragons before lance like mithril dragons before lance was in a really interesting spot where all three combat styles were like equally good and you could use all three um depending on like what your account build is what you wanted to do to them like what xp you wanted to get you could choose like what you like how you wanted to approach this but yeah, the way jaggs like, design yeah. stuff nowadays is they don't give you that that freedom liberty mm-hmm. to to choose what you want to do to them like you have to use this style. you have to use crush you have to use stab etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and and they don't have a variety in the meta like at even
2: Olm hand was really awesome because it, you just use any weapon style like you could i mean for the for the melee hand. It used to just be like you could host it, you could I would bludgeon my when I when I first did raids it, I'd bring my bludgeon to flex and I would
4: just use my bludgeon on <laughs> the melee hand, like I did that as well because uh This is fun. Like uh like there was a time where there was no Lance. There was no uh, Exactly you know like like Bludgeon just came out uh or I don't I don't remember the exact timeline, but there was a point where Bludgeon was like the best crush weapon, right? Yep. So you would bring a crush weapon to the raid for something like Tekton. And then, and then you could actually use your Bludgeon on the left claw because uh, the next best thing was, like, a, Abyssal Tentacle. Yeah. And did you really want to use, like, those tentacle charges? Was it really worth the switch? And Bludgeon just worked fine on it, but now you've got, like, oh, yeah, you have to use Lance. Like, there's, there's no variation yeah. at all. And that's what sucks is they add this niche. Yeah. They, they've been adding all this niche uh, equipment, but all it's been doing is just making it so that you have to use this item to be best yeah. in sight like like uh cerberus had a, an interesting meta for a time where you could use uh you could use a crush weapon you could use a t-bow you could just use like a blowpipe but now now they, now it's just oh yeah just arc light dude yeah like oh yeah that's dude thing you okay to request
2: have you done cerberus with an arc light bandos and a blood fury
4: I, I haven't because I I still use Cyber Crush right which dude. is still the best but
2: no no, no 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 dude go to the next time you get a server task use max strength with Bandos, so something tanky you need you can't use inquisitors and then use an arc light you can literally go there with like two or three super combat like divine super combats <laughs> and an entire inventory of prayer pots I'm not kidding no food you do not need any food you don't even need an SGS just bring claws you <laughs> you will get like a twenty five to thirty kill trip. And you, and you won't can ever bring eat. like twenty mil gear. <laughs> you won't it's ever so eat. it is dude, Blood Fury is just like what the fuck is this? Like it's I was
4: <laughs> using Blood Fury with Scythe on Crush uh as a switch. And yeah, you can stay as long as you want now. <laughs> now, Arc yeah, like, Arc Light and Bandos went- was just
2: because, uh, so I mean I do have a mace now. Uh, and I was using Full Inquisitors with a Mace at Serb, and it was horrible. I was just taking way too much damage, and then I just oh, yeah. switched oh, to Arclight, yeah. and I was like, okay, this is actually stupid. So,
4: Yep, Mace on Serb. Oh, yeah, by the way, Arclight's better now. Uh, like, on, on paper, Mace is better DPS Barely. with Full Inquisitor, but yeah. yeah, have fun bringing Full Inquisitor to Cerberus, and then yeah. you're just getting your ass beat when you could just be taking full bandos with Arclight, and it's like... yep practically the same dps but you know um it's just you got all that da- all that defense going for you and, and uh, at you least bring a blood fury and just stay forever lol yeah. it's
2: actually crazy that's why i really liked fasani's when it come out when it when it came out because there was no need to bring a blood fury it yeah, wasn't it... essential i loved that i was like thank god something's not just
4: oh you gotta have a blood fury or else you're just gonna hate your life Maybe I'm biased about the whole nightmare thing because I did so many solos that Fasani is just so much easier. It's so and, and easy. It's it's very punishing. Like you, you miss a flick and you get hit like a sixty from an auto. I I was so surprised to get hit by so much uh, just for like missing a range prayer. Like it just hits me like a fifty five. I'm like, yeah. Wow, that is a lot of damage. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't if you don't mess up you don't take any damage at all. So uh yeah, Fasani is, like, outrageously easier. In my eyes. Like, it is stuff, easier. There's way less you have to worry about. Like, yep. Parasite, oh, yeah, you just always one-hit it. Like, there's no technique to not have the Parasite heal. Um, and then there's, like, difficult phases to the fight. Like, when it summons the spores and then it does all those black holes. Yeah. Like, if you're maging, it can be hard to, like, be tick-perfect still. The harm is really, the harm, really,
2: the harm makes spores. it a lot easier because you have so much, like, range. You have that extra oh, yeah. of
4: range, so it's just like, oh, you're just chilling. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm going to be sad when I run out of Wrath Runes eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and Burn Pages. That's going to be a sad state of affairs. Okay, so... Um, what what do you... Going back to Raids 3, what do you think of the
2: Ward of Eladinis? It is a literal, complete upgrade to Arcane. There's no downsides, which is fine. But I'm just saying there is... It is an Arcane on steroids. Or not steroids, but, you know... Performance I don't get enhancing. why they
4: want to make the Mage Shield so much better. Like, uh... Like they, it's like they they have this like like they they tried to push the siren's tome on nightmares uh like pre-release right like yep. they're trying to push uh the siren's tome as a new upgrade that comes from nightmare and then they benched it because they had so many other rewards but then they're re-adding it in the form of you know an arcane spirit shield upgrade and it's odd to me why why the shield in particular needs to be the thing that's getting the upgrade because. We like, would devalue you currently have arcane. a state of affairs where like the harmonized staff is currently very close to being like redundant and this new arcane is just sort of adding on to the problem where it's just like oh yeah you get a you get a max it with the with all your magic weapons except for harm and uh, yeah. it, it just further accentuates the problem that the harm has with its reliance on the tome of fire which should really, really get changed, by the way. The harm it should not will. It'll, be as reliant on it.
2: It will get changed. That's my opinion. Is uh, I know Arcane's arcane has been talking about it. Just there needs to be something done with it. And especially now with this new wand and this new shield, it's just gonna make the harm completely useless. <laughs> oh yeah. like It still will have a few advantages like the super long distance casting is really nice and but, oh my god, like, when you need to eat up and you have brews only, like, you're wasting so much fucking DPS just, like, blowing yeah, up. It's like, there's so many downsides to it.
4: It has way too much baggage to it. Yeah. And uh, part of the problem is it's it's just you cannot use it with without a tome. It's just completely dead content if you don't have a tome of fire. Yep. Which should really be changed. The tome of fire, I think, would be better off if it, instead of a 50% damage bonus, it was more like 10 And then you made all the standard spells, like, scale better with the level. So you had stuff like... You could have something like Fire Surge have a base max hit of, like, 32 instead of 24. And then the Tome of Fire would have the 10% damage bonus on top of that to make it more more fair. Because Ice Barrage is a level 94 spell, right? It it has a base max hit of 30. Fire Surge is 95, one higher than Ice Barrage, and it has a base max hit of 24, Six less maxes, but it's a higher level spell. Like, Is it only it, 24 for real, the Surge spell? It's only 24, yep. Jesus it it needs to scale way higher, especially with the Surge spells, because, like, like... No, it's not
2: it, 24. It can't be. It is. It is. No, wait,
4: wait, wait, wait. Strike is 8. Bolt yep. is 12. Yep. Okay, wait. <laughs> 8,
0: Shit. 12, 16, 20, 24. Fuck! <laughs> Damn, that's so bad. In I mean, obviously, bad, it goes up, proposal- like, 40. It goes up, In
4: like, 40. My proposal was to not touch the strike spells. I, actually, I, I would kind of like it if it was more, like, 5, 6, 7, 8. So you started with a of 5 with airstrike. But, I mean, that like, who cares? Like, it's airstrike. Like, you, like, you get fire strike at, like, level 13. Like, who cares about that? I, I really don't care how the beginning part scales. But I think going from each tier of spell should be given more of a bonus. Like... So currently it's 2468 with the strike spells which is unique. And then it goes 9 10 11 12 with the uh, bolt I think it is or or sorry sorry it goes strike and then bolt right. So it goes uh 9 10 11 and 12 and then going to the next one it's 13 14 15 16 for blast. It should be more like 15 16 17 18 for blast and yeah. then like you go up another like two damage when you go up to the next yeah, uh, but... like wave. And then Surge is another, there's like, so, extra...
2: There's, like, so much component. more I'd want to that. I hate... If you're not going to add, like, weaknesses to monsters, you can't just make fire always best. It's just weird.
4: That, that to it's me, dumb, is weird. yeah. You yeah. we wanted to talk about the Ward of Elodinus more. And, uh... All I really have to say about it is, like, yeah, it's a direct upgrade to Mage, but it's not because, like... Now there's more reliance on Mage offhand, uh... And you'll have to take mage offhand of stuff like uh, nightmare. Now um, there is no alternative. Like you have to bring it now because it has mage damage. But
3: that's um, fine
4: in my opinion. Is like it's, it, and that's
2: what I also think with like uh, eternal boots. I feel like every slot should have some sort of benefit. It's really dumb when it's like, oh no, just camp prims, camp a defender, and you know you're fine. Like
4: I, I guess you, I guess it that would be like ideal. Uh, I I just can't help but think of the quality of life of being able to do an eight mage a way mage switch compared to like an eleven way. Yeah. Because if but I had that, but that would be like the you know Shani, that would be so cancer.
2: Oh, it would be, but you know that's the off like that's the the downside I guess
4: to getting that extra DPS, which I think yeah, is totally fair. I just like my eight way mage switch, and, and
0: you, then, you but know, you know, still arrogant, could, but I don't like
2: want to get changed. You know, like you still could. Uh, I just think what would be really cool is every single piece of armor has that little upgrade where it's like yeah you could just if you're going to miss a tick maybe it's you know miss a tick or two trying to do like an 11 way switch maybe it's not worth it but you still
4: have that option of like i'm going to go
2: ham like i'm going to be you know <laughs> that's true
4: that's true i suppose maybe 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 it wouldn't even uh out of that much i don't know to, to to take like an extra switch or maybe it wouldn't even be worth taking like a one percent damage bonus on a ring maybe it doesn't even give you max hit but yeah, yeah. like uh like i i was hoping for a, a new mage amulet like that that was one of my pitches for race rewards it's just like just an upgrade to the occult it doesn't have to be uh that complicated just just 12 percent mage damage mage damage bonus instead of 10 like really you really wanted simple. that well i okay well
2: before I mean I guess there's more to talk about with that new amulet's coming out. That's a best in slot range and melee amulet in one. And I'm surprised it didn't include mage.
4: Uh so yeah I guess we're moving on to the Masori equipment. So yeah, the amulet let's go there is, and then uh, let's
2: talk about the light ring afterwards. So let's just skip Yeah, sure.
4: Over. So the so for those that don't know the Masori amulet, it's it's basically like a torture and anguish in one, but it only works if you're low life which is what they're defining as when you're under 40 percent of your max health so if you're 99 health you have to be 33 or sorry 39 uh, hp for this uh, low life effect to work and, and then you've got yourself something that's slightly better than a torture and an anguish in one slot um but it also has this passive effect where it will hit you for five percent of your current life uh if you're above uh if you're above low life, so if you're like 40 health, like like say you're 39 HP exactly, and then you HP regen to 40, um, the game does this every three ticks. So very quickly, it'll just randomly hit you for uh, uh, okay, five percent of 40. That's uh, it'll hit you for two damage. So you'll so if you're just wearing the amulet, not the the Masori chestplate and the chain skirt, then it'll hit you for five percent of your current life. It'll hit you down to 38 as soon as your HP ticks up to 40. And then the amulet will start working again. It'll start giving its bonus again. Um, it's a, It's an interesting amulet because I'm thinking
2: anywhere where you're not taking much damage or any at all, this amulet's going to be just clearly best in slot.
4: Well, yeah, it'll be best in slot. Um, but the things it'll be best in slot for are really silly. Like, like obviously, it'll always be best in slot with Durox because Durox you have to be 1 HP to yep. use it. Um, so nightmare zone training is gonna pop off. well i wouldn't even say pop off what i gotta stress about this amulet is that it is very 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 slightly better yeah. than a torture and an anguish and a lot of the time it's not even gonna give you a max hit or do anything so a lot of the time you've got this thing that's like damaging you um if you're like high yeah. health and it's what it's doing is it's essentially reducing your max health from 99 to 39 is what it's doing, yeah, and it's doing it for so little benefit. I mean, yeah, yeah it no, is nice true. something like Durox, and, and,
2: and it even loses the prayer bonus, which is kind of annoying in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no prayer bonus either. Like,
4: <laughs> like again, this is what I what I wanted to really get into when I talk about side grades from from new raid content. It's like. You have a a very slightly in slot amulet, but it's got all this baggage. Yeah, that's and, true. And it's the baggage that makes that really hinders its uh, use and its eventual so value. What what would you say? You. What would you say the attack and strength
2: would have to be to make the baggage worth it? The no prayer, the thirty nine capped HP, basically. Would you say upping it by five each? Because right now it's upping it by two.
4: Um, I think it might be too difficult to balance to the point where maybe it's just a bad concept. I think this low life concept should just get scrapped, honestly. I think it's too hard to balance because, like, people are saying, oh, yeah, you can use this new Masori equipment to do, like, perfect Infernos, but realistically, are you going to be doing the entire Inferno with just Masori and no Switch? Like, are you really going to be taking this yeah. low-life ranged armor that has, like... Oh, by the way, the ranged armor, I haven't gotten into it yet. Maybe I should save this until later. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just talk about just the amulet for now. Okay. So, just this amulet, like, if you're trying to take it as your, like, ranged amulet, like, it just has so much baggage, and if it's to the to the point where it's giving you, like, a massive DPS increase, like, maybe it just shouldn't even be added to the game at that point because uh it, it's just gonna sort of it, it's gonna it, it's gonna become too over centralizing you know that, that that's probably what I want to say is that like the entire content that that make, that it would be good for would be revolved around being low life at that point like like uh, something like raids it would just become a case of like oh you better be like Extremely low health all the time, <laughs> yeah. or you can't do it efficiently. Yeah, like, it's a that,
2: little... that, that's what it is. But they're trying doing. to, with this armor set, I know where our old school is coming from. Like, they're trying to get things more challenging. Like, they're trying, it's like that high risk, high reward thing, which is a little obnoxious here. And I totally agree with you. I think like it's just, it's not good well, enough for the baggage, but they're also just trying something new. And,
4: like, I don't know. I get that they're trying something new, but I think they're being maybe a bit too ambitious about this because like there's there's being more challenging right and then there's just it just not being viable at all like but this but i don't know if people have tried this in inferno yet but it's to me it seems like too much oh yeah no no for inferno Inferno at 39 health all the time it feels like not viable at all because you can get one shot by a ranger at any time
2: for inferno 100 percent, i agree with you it's just like stupid um but like there are a lot of places where this will be pretty pretty damn good Something where, like, yeah, you can just get chanced here and there. Uh, Probably not optimal, but I'm just thinking of, you know, think of, like, somewhere like Bandos or something, and you're going to be using the, uh, I don't know. Well, Well, you can't
4: use it at Bandos, because currently, the uh, the current crystal bow kiting method... Is uh oh, actually that's the thing. Is you have to use crystal armor, so the Masori Mis- equipment yeah. you just can't use. That's true. Um, but but you would still use the amulet, I guess. And it's like there's like places like that you where it's use like the, well, if you use the amulet, it's in its current state, you are getting two strength bonus and like two accuracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah two strength, two accuracy, and you're going from 99 max HP to 39. Like yeah, that is totally uh, not worth it at all any
2: slayer task though where you just don't take any damages things that that's what's funny oh yeah like, well it's best to slot for that yeah. but, but like who's going to be doing like
4: blowpipe slayer when they can afford shit like that i know like, but
2: yeah no nah, no nah, you bring up a good point i was thinking about it i was like where i was even thinking am i even going to use this amulet at seracness because no i no, usually will no, take no, i usually no. will take about 30 damage ish per kill just from the mage spiders so that's like really dangerous just to be constantly using unless i'm be, unless I'll like do perfect phoenix necklace switches where i
4: don't you know yeah, I, are I you could, really gonna make your Seracnus quality of life go down the shitter just the cool like thing is is, is like i i have it? a
2: i have a nice little um way to get like an extra max hit just a a pretty big d p s increase if I use the amulet and I'm like, yeah like I could probably use it I would just need to uh use uh like phoenix necklaces kind of just here and there like whenever i kind of drop below 19 hp i just quickly put on a phoenix necklace really easy
4: but i think you'd probably give it a try at first like like say you like you do raids three and you're like oh my god i got a missouri amulet drop you're gonna want to use it obviously everywhere because it's new and exciting right but then you're going to see all of its drawbacks, and you're going to nah. notice how no like, e- bad the prayer, prayer alone is a drawback because I really like my prayer bonus at Saracens because I just
2: I don't want tick flick. The fact that I'm losing that just for a little bit, like a max
4: hit, like ah, uh, it's like this so there is so much baggage. Like it you just say. has all these problems associated <laughs> with it. Then in its current state, it's going to be best in slot for dumb shit like giant mole, like <laughs> really dumb shit. Yeah, like maybe you'll take it to Hydra, but I mean like why but even
2: then like, you're chancing yourself every time like at least
4: you know or oh, not you chancing the on the end of the phase of hydra oh you just lost like you know five minutes like yeah was it really worth bringing by the, the way you know what right
2: pisses course. me off that hydra shortcut why the hell is there still like a 30 second black cutscene? <laughs> like just get rid of nobody fucking cares you're not devaluing anything by getting me in there like instantly I hate that.
4: <laughs> Their initial proposal for that was like a safe way to get your yeah. shit back if you die. <laughs> but in reality, it, even with that long delay, it's still faster than running around. It's so, so de- everyone uses it. So at that point, why is there a delay there? Just in the first get rid place? of
2: it. It's like, okay, oh yeah, like, let's just randomly sit here for twenty seconds. This is this is making the game more fair. Nobody fucking gives a shit.
4: <laughs> it's just another case of Jagex just believing in too many design philosophies at the same time and then it ends up like not sticking like with their original nightmare release or, or rather nightmare is still fucked in its current state i guess but yeah they 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 just have too many design philosophies that they try to tr- cram in into one content yeah. and then it just ends up being a flop like people hate it so are people you scared of nightmare so are you yeah, scared that
2: released. invocations from raids may be doing that or do you think that's a gr- a good? Oh no, that,
4: that's completely different. That that's that's like a design feature uh, that will work really well. Like like you'll use a set of invocations that are uh, that you'll be the most comfortable with. Maybe maybe if they don't do it right, it'll be really bad because then there'll be like a meta.
2: Well, there will be a meta. Set. They said that like a hundred percent. There's going to be the best invocations to always do. That's what I'm. Little... But
4: again like Jagex is giving you the opportunity to choose yeah. which is better than they than they've done in That's the past true. where they they don't let you choose what style you want to use on which boss they they don't give you options but with all these different invocations you're going to be given tons of options and I think that level of uh, like creativity that you can get with your invocations is going to be very good for the new raid yeah. I think invocations are a genius idea and it's it's like like I said it's like adding challenge mode to the raid before you know, like, having to wait, like, a year for the challenge mode to actually come out, like, I, I think it's genius. I, I think it's nothing but positive. And, and if there are design problems with it, or balance problems with it, then, th- I mean, they can just change it, like, with community feedback, right? Like, OSRS is still a community-driven game, so if people don't like the state that invocations are in, they'll they'll change it. And I trust that they'll do a good job by the end of
2: the day. So, okay, going back to the Masori plate and chainsker now, their defenses are unreasonably low but i
4: understand By the <laughs> like, way snake skin is better de- defense than i do understand the that because guy. i don't know if you've seen Snakes the concept
2: i don't know if you've seen the concept art it's like literal literal cloth you're going to be wearing
4: so i understand is it like i haven't looked at the concept art but i'm assuming it's just going to look something like morgan's equipment from pre-eoc it's, it's going to be like it's going to be like
2: a bcp with cloth it's going to be like our to- uh uh, Varac, uh a varak Br- brasser, is that what it's called with like, but cloth instead of actual metal. Yeah,
4: <laughs> be... that looks pretty cool. One thing I want to say about the aesthetic, no matter what happens, is because there's no helm, people are going to be using an armadillo helm with this, and it's yeah. going to look horrendous. People already bitch about how bad the armadillo helm looks, especially on female models. <laughs> and now you're gonna like your best in the slot for something like Zilyana is going to be an armadillo helmet, like this shitty, like shiny white helmet with yeah. like just just uh, some leathery shit for I, a body I I guess they're just legs. adding it just
2: because they assume you're going to be doing slayer and stuff with it so they just didn't even want to. That's their
4: design it. intention but keep in mind this is this is like you know end game raids content yeah. like like why does it only have to get used with the with the slayer helm and that's another thing is that they're they're pretty much designing it around the fact that the slayer helm exists but in encounters that you're off task like stuff like vorcath like like you can't even use uh, the Masori equipment, even if it even if it worked at 99 HP and it didn't damage you, you couldn't use it at Vorkath because Elite Void is still better. Yep. Like, that's fine, you
2: know. Have, so have Void have its little place, whatever. I have my own issues with the fucking bonuses of a Dragon Hunter crossbow and stuff. But, you know, we'll just ignore that.
4: Why can't you even? Why can't you not even use Endgame raids range armor at something like Vorkath or? Or even stuff like uh like where the crystal bow is used, I guess. Like like there's so many just so like you know flashing design philosophies here that just makes this so bad. What I think would be cool,
2: um, you know, if if I could just put a little bit uh like, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Masori stuff, and now hearing it from you, I definitely am less of a fan than I even was initially. But I think what would kinda be cool is if they made these Masori stuff have prayer bonus i know that's very negligible and it doesn't actually improve the thing that much but like the fact that you're even taking away prayer bonus from these it's just like come on it's raids three this shit's gonna be like really rare yeah, it, should, it should definitely have some prayer like bonus i feel like probably. it should actually be like best in slot for prayer almost like giving it three for each piece like three and then
4: if you've got a desert themed raid, I guess it would make sense for stuff to not have prayer boards yeah, because you think no. like Zerosian equipment, where That's like true. ancient staff has negative prayer. I don't. I would. I wouldn't is... mind that if 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 there was like some really powerful ranged armor that had negative prayer, but also like popped off. Uh, I would like. Uh, I would like ranged armor that was more powerful than void. Um, personally, like like maybe like maybe instead of making this low life stuff and maybe comparing it to Armadill, maybe you would compare it more to Void and you. would You'd give it like really bad accuracy and then really good range damage, you know, like like yeah. uh, like a spiritual successor to Void Range would be great, or even like introduce old Void Range as an end game raids three idea would would even be better implemented than what they currently have because what they currently have uh the skirt by the way is only plus two range strength at uh, at low life, yeah, which a is a not even giving you a max hit very often. So what they've ended up doing is because this Missouri equipment doesn't have a set bonus to it, uh, a lot of people will just not even buy the skirt. Like, like why buy the skirt if it's not giving you a max hit when yeah. you could be using something like an armadillo chain skirt? You're getting prayer. You're getting defense. You know, yeah. you're getting all these bonuses that uh, the skirt just doesn't give. So you'll have a case where... The chest plate will be, like, very expensive, and then the skirt will be worth nothing. No yeah. one will, will use it if it's not giving a max hit. So there are so many problems from a... from a, We're like, going to be looking like, silly.
2: Armadale chain them. skirt with this cloth top with an Armadale helmet.
4: It's going to look horrible. Like, like <laughs> aesthetically, it's going to be horrible. Uh, it, it just won't work at all in certain places where Void is already best in slot. It's... Like it, it's dumb to me that free free shit from a mini game is going to be better than end game raids content uh, like rewards. It is like, also funny. Like why I'm,
2: I'm like trying to think of like somewhere where you use range and melee, and you're not even going to have to be doing amulet switches, which is like kind of kind it's of interesting. Interesting but there idea. Is no
4: place in the game where you're using switches and you're also going to be able to be low health all the time. Yeah. So I don't think it it uh, will even. Be a factor for the amulet because it is cool having the torture and the and the anguish at one slot. Like that's pretty cool, but I don't think there's anywhere in the game where you'd actually use that.
2: And like a boss, you'd use it just in casual situations, like every Slayer task and stuff like that. But like,
4: well, you're not going to be using like, like, like it's like you're saying that it's going to be nice to not have to switch, have a switch. Yeah, you know? but, but yeah, no, like it's right. going to reduce your switches, but that will never yeah. be relevant because you're <laughs> not going to be hybriding with this amulet anywhere it's just going to be one styling all the time because you, know you, know you know what you know what was a place
2: you know it was a place i was thinking is um i was actually thinking at sarachnus because uh i tried to do a crystal but so i tried to wear crystal armor when i was at sarachnus and then i would i'd pull out the bofa for a switch when i would get stuck in the web yeah, first of a all a really good idea it's 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 horrible it's like not it, it's not really that good of dps and it's also just like really fucking obnoxious to deal with but i was thinking if you didn't even have to do an amulet switch you literally just switch to the bow and then you know go back to your mace or whatnot like that'd be, yeah, be kind of nice i guess it,
4: it sucks because you have to bring a ranging boost like some sort of ranging pot to boost your range level. yeah you no it, like and it's not worth it it really it. isn't i already tried yeah it. that's it's the, like that's the shit thing it's just not worth it
2: all right let's let's cover the light bearer ring this was a idea i call it the <laughs> this is my idea now, the Seibei Ring, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Yeah, so I was, I was kind to call it the the Ring of Specials or the Ring of Specs or whatever the hell. Uh, for those that are like avid listeners listeners to the Save Cast, I have brought this up multiple times. But the thing that they didn't add, they basically added everything. So it's a it's a ring that uh, rejuvenates your special attack twice the speed. But when you take it off before it's, you know, rejuvenated, then it'll just reset when you. When you take it off and put it back on, so you can't be doing like B ring switches and shit. So, um, the thing that they didn't add though was the cap. So I was hoping that they would have like a 120 spec cap when you're wearing the ring. Uh, that would give it like a just a slightly better uh effect, I guess, because you could just go into Boston. whenever you use like the ornate pool in your home or something, and you had the ring on you would boost up to 120 spec. Just something kind of nice. But as soon as you take would it off, it go back down to 100. So you you have to have it equipped, which is, like, the downside. So what do you think of this ring, though?
4: So you proposed uh, this ring, and I sort of, like, thought about it, because uh, I did take your suggestion very seriously. Uh, you know, save A agenda is very strong, so maybe, you know, this ring would actually get added to the game at some point. And it looks like they're pitching it. So... The the first thing I'm going to say is that I, I see it as a, you know, a, like, how would I use this functionality sort of thing. Like, that, that's the first thing I think about is, like, would I want to take a ring switch to places? Like, is it really going to be worth it? um So the very first thing I can think of with this new ring is it's going to pop off at DK's because it's, like, three styles, like... You know, having double the SGS specs is pretty crazy because you don't really need DPS on Supreme anyway. So it's going to make DKs even comfier if it comes out in the game. But uh, as like an actual ring switch, I don't think you'd really want to like switch rings all the time unless you want to min-max and like really like push for min-maxing where you'd be wearing it while you're killing like God Wars minions and stuff. So Um,
2: here's an interesting thing. I'm thinking of bosses... Any boss where there's a 30-second wait timer. I feel like every time you kill the boss, you equip the ring. And then as soon as you start killing it again, you unequip it. And then it'll be 30 seconds, perfect increment, to gain an additional 10 spells. It's like a
4: death charge, basically. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's pretty you cool. just have to remember it. Um... So again I, I think of all the baggage associated with it where like oh if you take the ring off like it resets your thing like yep. like your spec recharge. Like like I think of all the baggage and, and I think if they want like really exciting end game like raids three rewards like like I want them to introduce like things that are gonna you know, spark lots of discussion. Like, like imagine if they added, like, some sort of, like, Infinity Gauntlet kind of thing, like a new glove slot where you could add every single ring in the game to, to, like, get the benefits of every single ring in the game. Like, like something like that, like, sounds crazy exciting. Holy like, fuck. oh my god, you can <laughs> like, wear every single like, ring in the game. Like, yeah. holy shit, dude, new Twisted Bow from Raids is gonna be a thing where you could wear every single ring in the game. Like, that sounds really exciting to use. Like, like holy fuck collecting all the infinity stones and like <laughs> getting your character super decked out on rings like something like that sounds like really So thrilling. okay like,
2: so i want to hear this then what if like what if the light bearer ring was actually a light bearer essence so you get this drop and you can use it on any ring you want and then it equi- and then it just has like the little uh in parentheses e you know parenthesis sign so it just shows like this is like an enhanced ring that has the light bearer effect like would you be more of a fan of that so something where it's like just a straight up upgrade to whatever ring like you would like to use obviously it would make uh, i do
4: cool. like it but double spec energy it would be too strong if you could just combine it with like a b ring maybe maybe nerf the effect a little bit so it's 50 percent more spec increase over time uh you don't
2: think you i mean it's raid three like you're saying i feel like you're uh you know, you want something super powerful, but then as soon as it's super powerful, you're like maybe
4: maybe double the special attacks at places, like and in, and having your rig slot maybe maybe yeah maybe like you could just be fine with that even because uh, yeah by itself like losing out on on the berserk Ring. He's and by situation. the way the berserk Ring came from like 2004 content <laughs> and why is it still nobody slot everywhere? nobody knew <laughs> that
2: strength but nobody knew back then that strength was so much better than like accuracy I used to think ooh, accuracy like I want to hit less. Zero. Oh, like this is gonna be huge, but you know. You to don't... be
4: fair, like back then it was only plus four, and since they've come out with a, an imbue to that's make true. it double the bonuses, right? But, but yeah, like I thought, I thought it would be really exciting to have all the rings in one, just a super crazy strong <laughs> ring that does everything. That like, pretty uh, okay. Enough with these trade offs. Just give us this super sick ring that's gonna cost like five hundred mil, and it's gonna be super rare. But you can com- combine all your like, like. You probably don't even have every ring in mind when when I say all the rings, like ring of endurance, ring of the gods, ring yeah, of suffering, that's tyrannical ring, trees ring all the rings. Even something like celestial ring, like just have everything in one ring, and and I think like something like that would be like, wow, dude, I want this new ring. Like stuff that's gonna make people excited for the new content. Because right now they just have like, oh yeah, like new best in slot mage weapon, and then there's not really much else to say. Yeah, um, I mean that ring idea is inc- incredibly op. Just gonna say, because like just in- <laughs> literally, you just wouldn't like- add all the bonuses of every ring to it. You probably like cut it in half or something. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. adding all the books. that. thing would be them, expensive then, like, as fuck. That would be, out. like... Depending on how
2: rare it would be, that would be, like, five-bill item. Just... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like,
4: it, you want... End but, game yeah, no, I boards, do so I exciting. do
2: understand, like, the thirst for just a fucking Tebow. Like, something that's on that level of, you know, craziness.
4: Um, The only way they've implemented, like, super crazy strong upgrades is if they, they're, like sort of being all sly about it like the the Tibo like like people people that know how to use DPS calculators knew like before the t-bow was released how powerful it would be but but I think the general population of the game didn't realize the Tibo would be as powerful as it is when it was released um so it was sort of being re- released into the game and then people are like using it and they're going holy shit wow this is like hitting 85s on bandos dude like wow this is actually kind of absurd and and uh, and that's how Jax feels like they, they can implement stuff like that into the game by being all sly about it, but by like having like all these like difficult to understand damage formulas. Uh, same thing with the scythe. Like it was seven tick, and people were saying it was going to be dead content and release, and then they like stealth buffed it to five tick, and then suddenly it was really good DPS. But people didn't really understand how powerful it was, so they they got voted in, and I think. Other than using this tactic, Jagex doesn't think that they're going to be able to add really powerful rewards because they just they just feel like stuff's going to get voted no to. Yeah. Which is uh, like they should probably stop considering that way because nowadays people vote yes to like literally everything that isn't PvP related. Like like Jagex should be a bit more uh, daring when they add new content. I think they should be less scared to introduce powerful stuff to end game raids. Because at the end of the day, like you, like how long is this game really gonna last? Are you really that worried about power creep that you, you know, <laughs> uh, that you think your game is gonna die like overnight? Like, okay, like the game is gonna die if they don't if they don't add power creep. You know, I, that's the thing.
2: I want to hear. So have this in mind, but before we do it, so I want to hear what you would want from raids three if you could have like the the Tebow equivalent. But before we cover that, um, of like what. Something that you would really want. I'm assuming you have something in mind. I I do have things in mind. I want to cover the Oz Mumtens Kopesh Kopesh. and the Karis
4: Partisan. So, I've been talking a lot of shit about Raids 3 Rewards for the past, like, 30 minutes. (laughs) And I feel like it's kind of sad because, like... On my first cast when I was talking about like things that I would like be speculating on could be out of the game, like I was talking with tons of enthusiasm and I think people love listening to me when I'm talking with like, you know, great passion and enthusiasm. So I, I feel like kinda guilty in a sense that I've been talking so much shit and negativity about Raids the Rewards for the past thirty minutes, but the Kopesh is actually really cool. It it's actually a really good addition. Like so it's it's not outrageously strong anywhere. Um, but it's not weak either it's got like some really cool things attached to it like it has uh, this minimum hit effect where if you roll successfully it'll have a minimum hit where it can only it can it can't hit less than like an eight right or like a nine if you max at 60 uh, and it's five it's a five tick really powerful melee weapon with really good accuracy by the way not not too much accuracy but just enough accuracy to make it really good on things with high defense it's really cool. It's not a best-in-slot weapon or anything, but it's gonna see a lot of use. It's basically the rapier of uh of raids three, because rapier isn't explicitly best-in-slot anywhere except for like dumb shit like like uh, vasa crystals, like like really really niche scenarios. But you see the rapier getting used all the time. Wait, because... is oh sorry, is this a one-hand or a two-handed weapon? I'm not seeing. So uh, I I wasn't sure at first when I was researching this thing, but it is one-handed. Okay, so you can use an avernic with it. Um, what I, what I wanted, uh, was, like, a, a long sword to come from Raids 3. Um, I'll, I'll get more into what I wanted from Raids, like, my initial Raids 3 War yeah. pitches. But, uh, this Kofesh is, it, it, it's pretty cool. Um, I think it will see a lot of use, and it's gonna be, uh, it, it's, it's not dead content on release, like, the Masori equipment is. It, it's just, like, you know, like, a tertiary item like the rapier was like like it's not going to be best in slot anywhere but people are going to use it a lot okay like, you... and it's going to get a lot of use because of just how unique it is people are going to use it at stuff like uh like uh i don't know like stuff with low health, it's going to be interesting using it, because it's got this minimum hit applied to it, right? So you're not going to noodle very often on things with low health. You'll one-hit things super, super consistently. Like, think Nihilochus, like, melee roll Nihilochus. Like, yeah, you can use an event RPG, and it's three-tick, but you could use this five-tick weapon, and it's guaranteed to one-hit the little Nylos, like, yeah, that sounds pretty awesome to me. Like, like, it's got all these little things attached to it that, that's going to add variety to the meta. Okay. I, I think it's going to get a lot of usage. You know what I
2: want from this? I know this might be asking too much, but I really wish it could act like a Halberd where it has an additional attack range. One tile extra that's attack really cool. Cause That's really
3: cool. Because we don't have really enough of
2: that. And I think this would be the, I mean, and I'm also, you know. I use a Sea Halley at uh, Serachnis, and it's, like, really
4: good to use there. It's got, oh, like... imagine a Kopesh, dude, <laughs> as a last-sitting thing. Yes. I guess it's a stab weapon, but but then again... No, but it also a, a Slash, yeah. Just for the range. Dude,
2: um, I wish they would do that. <laughs> uh,
4: I, I want it to work on Corp, by the way. I, I think it would be cool if it worked on Corp. Just add, like, another, like, weapon you could possibly use on Corp. And it wouldn't be that OP either. It is 5-tick. And it hits over fifty, and corp has this like damage cap on it, where you can hit over a fifty. So I don't even know if it would be better than the spear, but I think it'd just be cool to just like let it work on corp. I guess I don't know. Just leave wait. It there's that a damage
2: cap. No, there's not.
4: Um, there is a damage cap on corp. I think that it's just
2: does C- to health. ruby specs. Oh, um, it's really so there is a damage cap, but ruby specs is the.
4: Uh... It's the outlier. Yeah, you can hit hundred with a ruby spec. It's weird how the oh, damage uh, the cap fog. applies. I think it just doesn't apply with range at all. Um, but, yeah, like, you cannot hit over a 50. Why does so, it do uh, that? Why do they do shit like that? What's the so point? So, you know how Magic uh, actually does 100% damage yeah. Corp as well? Uh, if you do volatile specs, you can see that, yeah, you're only hitting up to 50. Interesting. Um, and then the Sea Halley obviously only hits uh, 50-50 because it does it does actually work on Corp. It does do full yeah. damage if so, it So, why? Car. Why is that? Um... I think th- so Zora has a similar damage cap. I hate I that by the, the way, design but I think it's a philosophy that they had at the time where they're like scared that with power creep the bosses are going to get like rolled over. So they're adding oh, yeah. damage caps ahead of time so that when new upgrades come out the the bosses aren't getting like three hit, you know. Okay. That, that that's just a design philosophy that they had at the time which I don't necessarily agree with, but I Yeah, need... I guess they just did that. I need to have this answered. I
2: I see this, and it doesn't make full sense to me. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe me... Okay, listen, I'll just explain it to you before I start getting into all about me, but Zora has a cap of 50. Is there some other weird little modifier yes. thing that's making it so yes. it does like a 47 to a 48 to a 49 to a 50? Yeah, you got that right. What so is if that? if you hit
4: over a 50... What happens is your damage gets re-rolled to be between 45 and 50. So oh, at corp, okay. corp, the damage cap is just a raw damage cap, where yeah. if you hit over 50, it just gets truncated to 50. But at Zora, it's implemented differently, where it will hit 45 to 50 instead. So if you have more max hits over 50, like it's still going to increase your DPS, because you're going to be more likely to hit in between the 45 to 50 range, but... Yeah, it is uh, very strange how they implemented it, at Zora. Yeah. So if it, you hit a ruby spec, it'll hit like in between forty-five and fifty.
2: It almost makes me feel like they want to like <laughs> they want to do that just so it doesn't look like you're capping so much. But it's like yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's pretty exactly clear. The we're fucking capping? And you know what? It, it it almost just reminds me of beginner clues. Fuck beginner clues. By the way, I got six hundred a few months ago. I'm done with those forever. But like <laughs> that that I'm stupid like beginner the I'm stupid one window. through three step. Beginner clue, but they make the one step only ten percent of the time.
4: It's so stupid. (laughs) Dude, stop doing
2: like just stop. Like just make things how they're supposed to be. They stop pretending like it it almost like it came in hidden. Like ooh, you know it's only one to three. We're not gonna tell you like you know it's forty five percent chance to be a three step. But
4: it's so stupid. So annoying. Linearity. Like Like, they have to add like dumb shit on top. I hate why. They're beginner about clues, dude. They're meant to be quick and easy. <laughs> I know.
2: Oh, my God. I'm just glad I'm done with them forever. I'll never – those uh, are not clue scrolls, by the way. I don't even qualify those <laughs> as clue scrolls. Not even clues. Not even... doesn't even care. They're not even clues. They're so bad. Okay, wait, wait. Listen to this. Speaking on speaking on clues before we go back to Raids 3 real quick for the Karis Partisan, I was thinking, what if they can't came... okay, so you know how medium clues are known for their boots? Like they're just yep. the boot tier? I was thinking, okay. First of all, I have a picture. I'll show you later. I don't have it on me right now, but there's a picture of like, uh, like a Reddit post of some guy that came out with third age boots and a third age crossbow and a third age hide shield. It looks sick. But I was thinking, what if they came out with third age boots, and they're just as rare as any other third age piece, like any other like specific third age piece, um, but. Y- but they leaked into the medium casket. So medium, mediums. Uh, mediums uh, me, no, 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 no. Like the, before, you have a an aneurysm. So mediums, like they would only, their their only third age drop would be those boots. But you could also get those boots from every other harder tier, so hard elites and masters. But you would at least get that one in like fifty k shot of getting these third age boots. I think it would be dope. And I okay, okay, and like I, that's reasonable. Yeah, and. Again, it's a specific third age. It's fucking rare. It's not like a 1 in 200 or anything. It's like third age. It's actual third age. But you can get those boots from mediums as well as every other higher tier.
4: Just as long as they don't fuck up the drop rates like they did with Gilded (laughs) where they have like the fucking Gilded Sim. That's like... Way more common than any other gilded piece because it takes up its own individual slot on a mega row table. As long as they don't fuck it up, then sure. Yeah.
2: No, I I was thinking that would be really cool just to have, like, third-age boots and you get that little taste of it on uh, mediums. Obviously, you would probably never get it because you'd have to do, on average, like 50,000 mediums to see one, but, like...
4: I like that. I like that idea a lot. As long as people actually like the idea of third yeah. age boots to begin with, I think that's. They cool. look sick, and, and, and they don't have. Cool and they
2: either. don't have stupid fucking wings on them. You know, like every other boot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like the wings personally. I
2: mean, they're but, cool uh, and all, but like sometimes, just like, damn. But no, these boots look cool without wings. So. Uh...
4: I bet you were a, a fighting boots kid instead of a you know the stronghold of security. No, nah, I, I was. I was a. I was a, a rainbow. Wait,
2: what are they called? Fancy, fancy boots, boots I yeah, think. You were a fancy boots Chad I was a fancy all right boots, cool. Chad.
4: Yeah. How can you hate wings and be a fancy boots Chad man? Like come
2: uh, on. I think I'm just getting tired of wings cuz every uh, boot has
4: okay, them. Okay, true, true. Fair like, enough.
2: Even devout boots man. Like those things look silly. I'm not a big fan of devout like how they look. They're a little They're like disco boots. They I don't know. They're
4: they, they well, they they give off that cerdoman effect. I think they're pretty cool looking. I'm looking at him right I, now. I think either. it's fine, but yeah, that's, that's that's just like personal like conjecture, I guess, yeah or whatever word I'm, I'm supposed to use. I, I don't even know if that word was appropriate there, but yeah. uh yeah, it, it's just like, like I don't know, whatever. Anyway, per- that's personal taste. Like that, that would be, for different folks, I guess.
2: That would be like a little, a mini clue scroll expansion without fucking up every rate. By the way, poll seventy six is coming out soon, hopefully. Gonna...
4: oh please dude please Modalina, i don't want to has... get more elite caskets
2: back dude modelena has assured me that it very 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 like like she she didn't want to like say a, an absolute certainty it's gonna be on it but she said like yes it'll be on it you know but she doesn't want to be blamed for if somehow it doesn't get on it but it'll be on it so poll
4: and is finally gonna pay off yeah. all the elite clues are gonna get fixed all right, let's And if talk... you've been holding on to caskets, then, uh, cause, cause your good friend Sebe told you to, then you're going to get rewarded for it soon. Did Hopefully. you know I
2: opened some? Some,
4: some guy did. Yeah, you not <laughs> yeah. I saw on your stream. I was yeah. like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> diamond hands, dude. What happened to diamond hands?
2: I didn't want to open them, but, you know, like when you get rent paid in like a, a second, you kind of just, <laughs> you, you know how it, uh, anyway, let's talk about the Karis Partisan. Um, this is a, Herod, you know what, I want I want you to go into it. I like it when you explain this shit, so what sure. is this?
4: Sure, Partisan is meant to be a one-handed spear version of Karis, um, so you're going to have, like, stab, slash, and crush bonuses on it, so you can use, like, whatever style you want to use. Unlike Karis, uh, it can use crush, which Cal fights are weak to, so already it's like, oh, you can finally use Karis on crush. On like cow fights, like that—that that makes a lot of sense. Like you know, it, it's meant to be super effective to like beetle, scarab type creatures, and now you're finally going to be able to use the combat style that they're weak to as well. So it's got that going for it. Um, the first thing I want to mention is how Karas works. It's very funny. So it has a it has a 33% damage bonus to uh fights and scarabs and all those beetle-like creatures. Um, but it has a one in fifty-one chance to crit, which is. Unlike anything else in the game, I think the only other thing that has this crit effect is like some weird shit like Gatterhammer on shades. Like <laughs> like uh so Karis has this one in fifty one chance to crit and it does triple triple damage. And and that's almost unheard of. And now <laughs> you've got this Keras partisan that's adding even more strength. It's like four max hits before this triple damage is applied. So if you use it at something like Calphite Queen, it's gonna be very funny because you're gonna be hitting over a hundred and thirty with strength uh, with like max strength gear uh, if you crit and you hit like a high roll. So it's really really funny how how it uh, scales with strength bonus because C- you thought stuff like Arclight was insane with its seventy percent. Uh, multiplier. <laughs> imagine triple damage with uh, you know, all that strength bonus gear that you're able to apply onto it. It's so funny. I love you how could, much... you could randomly <laughs> pop off and two hit the first phase of KQ or, or even both phases. You can just like four hit them if you're really fortunate. Like imagine that imagine how funny of a clip that would be just four hitting KQ. I, I really love that it's all in one hit
2: spot too. It's not like it does three yes, hit spots one
4: bad boom. hit spot. And imagine the XP drops, like you thought Crystal Halbert was popping off, (laughs) dude, imagine just getting like a 600 XP drop out of nowhere. I wonder wonder
2: if there's going to be things in, I mean, 100% there's going to be, like in Raids 3, there's going to be these beetles and shit. Oh
4: yeah, and I like that a lot, that's where the Karis Partisan's going to really shine. Wow, so so this thing is going to,
2: I think it's... I think it's even more than a 1 in 51, right? Like, they're making it
4: even more common than a 1 in 51. I don't know about that. I th- I thought see. they just copied the Karras code. That's that's what I added oh, may- to my QPS calculator. Because I just copied what Karis does, and I just added, like, Karras Partisan as, like, an alternative to Karras. So may- maybe it is more common. That would be funny. But, but again, yeah, like, it is rare to crit, obviously. And the chances of you two-hitting KQ is, like, extraordinarily low. Like, you're probably not going to see that happen. But it'll be very funny to see those really high hits, but... Yeah, most of the time like this thing is just going to be like pretty reasonable DPS on stuff like KQ. Actually, maybe it's kind of sad cuz like it's another another case where it's like arc light, right, on demons where it's like out DPSing almost everything of its class uh and it's a free item. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, this isn't a raid reward for those of you wondering. This is coming from the beneath curse sands quest, it's a free item. Wait, what? Oh, maybe I misread so, so that. So it's it's not a Raids 3 reward, but I think there is something coming from Raids 3, like these jewels that you can attach to the Partisan to, to upgrade it. Um, yeah. I'm not okay. exactly sure their their uh, intention here, but yeah, the, I know that the Partisan is coming from the quest itself, and it's going to be a free item. And it's going to be kind of sad having stuff like the Abyssal Bludgeon getting outclassed by a quest item. A master level quest item, no less. Are so you, you do sh- contact wait, wait, are, are you the sure this arrow. is
2: coming from... I don't
4: yeah, yeah. see where I I don't have the poll blog up but but uh if if you oh, actually let me let me Oh 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 you are, right. you are I'm right you are right
2: upon helping you okay okay yeah yeah I see it now I've in the,
4: in the redacted redacted yeah. I wasn't reading the uh, with and X, X.
2: yeah the italics I was just reading the normal stuff okay so it will be from there but the jewels will be from raids 3
4: uh let's see uh jewel the buffs. eye of the corruptor and the jewel of the sun Oh, they're not actually sure they could be unlocked as a random job or given upon a certain number of raid completions or as a reward for killing bosses using specific methods. Okay. So they're not sure how they're going to implement the jewels, but it's going to buff the partisan even more. And if they, like, really buff it, maybe it will be, like, kind of sad. But then again, it's just Calphite Queen that it's relevant, right? It's only one boss, and then the raid's three stuff. So I don't mind this thing being really powerful against, like, the, the things inside raids three if it means like you know KQ is also gonna get like busted because of it yeah I think it'll only be a problem if the, if this partisan is out DPSing a like a blowpipe on on the second phase of KQ that's a problem well
2: here's here's my issue I'll just say my take is anything that's best in slot against a certain thing I always feel like they should be charged. Arclight's fine, or Arclight's a little... Oh, bit I empty, like that a lot. That's a I good idea. But I really wish things would be charged. A Dragon Hunter Lance should have been charged. It should not just be a free, permanent, non-degradable weapon. And this thing should be charged with, like, fucking pyramid plunder pieces. Those little... or just something, you know, like... Yeah, something. That, it, that's a cool idea. Anything that's, like, going to be best in slot against something, and it's gonna outclass Scythe, outclass all this other fucking shit, like... It really should be a charge thing, especially when it's a free weapon. Um, Arclight's fine because it has ancient shards and they're untradeable. Dragon Hunter Lance should have been like, I don't know, something from Vorkath should have been a shout out that helps to, or not Vorkath. That's something I haven't really
4: thought about at all because you've got these vials of blood coming from Tob, right? Like, why can't they do like a parallel design philosophy with that where they're adding like uh, something something that has like multiple uses that is for raids rewards like uh, I don't know like like let's say like MetaFight tokens like some sort of like menafoss currency where you can pay a guy to, to charge your Karis yep. Partisan to make it better right like and then you can use this currency for other features like inside menafoss maybe because
2: it, I mean I'm going to be honest like it's a little sad that you know it's not really like sad it's like whatever but it goes too far sometimes so what i'm th- what i'm trying to say is i got a mace it would have been really great at kq scythe was already better but it costs a lot and then i got this mace at kq it was like boom it's like wow i grinded it and i actually get a few uses you know i don't even get to use my mace at serb anymore because ArcLight's better but kq <laughs> is one of those one places where it's like I, I could still use my mace and it's you know really good but now <laughs> just free fucking weapon that everyone has where it's like damn, it's not even, like, charged or anything, just fucking free, and it's best in slot, like...
4: It is really it. sad that you can't use, like, your fancy new gear at, st- at places. That That's the thing, is that Jagex should uh, try to keep in mind that things should be useful at many places so that people are, like, you know, like, the people that get the, the drops are going to be using them, and they're going to feel like they're getting properly yeah. rewarded for, for, you know, getting the drop. So if, if you've got stuff that's, like, only good for, like, one thing, it's, like... So, kind of lame
2: oh here's the other thing i just noticed this partisan has a prayer bonus which is weird because we we're kind of talking about the theme of the desert not having like prayer stuff but they just ran uh, it.
4: i don't know if that's uh a parallel to what karis was let, let me just quickly see if karis has the same prayer
0: bonus
4: Ooh yeah, look at that. Yeah, Cherus has two prayer. Okay like like the this this one handed spear has a has a mage accuracy bonus too which was just copied from Karas, which it shouldn't be, by the way. Daggers have a, sp- a special thing in the game where they give, like, one mage bonus for some reason. It's like a quirk that uh, RuneScapes had, and it's pretty consistent with most weapons in the game. Okay, that's cool. but They copied They basically copied Karas and then made it a, a Hasta, so, so this uh, mage bonus shouldn't actually exist because it doesn't make any sense on a spear. It doesn't make sense on a dagger because of that quirk, but uh yeah they're just copying uh like most of the things that karis had which and it had prayer for some reason i don't know why but they're just copying that uh that little quirk that karis had so
2: i i want to we'll we'll continue on with some raids three discussion but i want to quickly um or not maybe not quickly but just talk about combat achievements on release what are your thoughts on combat achievements now that they're out
4: Okay, I want to make sure that we covered everything from raid three first. Okay, I don't should we just do that?
2: I want to go back to it, but like, yeah, let's go for it then. Let's so
4: I think 3. we actually went through all the rewards, didn't we? I I didn't really talk about the armor too much. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just really bad and not worth it for for most things. Oh, I just I just realized off task. Giant wall is not even best in slot because you just do void. Oh no no no, it would be best in slot because the yeah, accuracy. Yeah, so um i guess we did cover all the raids three rewards uh um so yeah i guess yeah i guess i would be ready to move on to combat achievements yeah you're right i mean and the thing
2: is like we can we can talk about what we would want to see from raids three like the actual bosses and stuff just speculation because they don't really haven't talked about it much i know they're gonna add be adding things like the sepulcher sort of
4: really looking forward to that kind of uh oh yeah design like sepulcher is so awesome it's so much fun, man. It's so good, dude. Seulcher's I love Sepulchre so, so much, dude. <laughs> I got ninety nine agility on my alt and I'm I got so sad after I'm like, Oh my god, I'm finally done. I like I, I can't come here anymore. It's so sad. It's really I fun. I, I got the squirrel even from Sepulchre on my alt, so it's like Damn. I guess I don't have a giant squirrel on, on my iron. I guess I could do sepulchre. I'm waiting with that. for and Elite
2: then... Clues to come out first. <laughs> the, oh please,
4: dude, you know. Oh, elites from Sepulcher would be so sick. Or even if it was a like relatively good elites, like you probably still do it because you've got that 200 mil mentality. Yeah. sort of. You know, in the back I of would your mind,
2: straight up. Oh, I. I love Sepulcher so much. So I'm looking addicting. forward to
4: them uh, taking some of the Sepulcher mechanics and adding them to raids. Three, I think yep. that's going to be really exciting. You know, this desert themed raid with like, you know, uh, it's going to have like uh. Oh, dude. Do you this ever is play so Crash could... Bandicoot 3? Like the pyramid? Uh, you're, uh, you talked about this in the past. I fondly remember the the boulder. The the boulder that chases you like Indiana <laughs> Jones <laughs> That was style. the
2: dinosaur one. That's the dinosaur <laughs> one. But there was these pyramid ones as well where it's like you have these walls that literally squish you if you like go into them. Like So you're like jumping across these little things. And <laughs> <laughs> there's like these walls that will just like open and close and you can get fucking squished. And then there's like these darts that shoot out.
3: God. So
4: I only played a little bit of Cl- Crash Bandicoot, but I do fondly remember like desert sections of some games, like Donkey Kong '64, baby, where you've got <laughs> these pyramids with like all these different. It's got like snake monsters and stuff. Yeah. Like, like Dude. honestly, like there's so much you can do with a uh, with the Egyptian theme. That's just completely untapped potential. Yep.
2: I really hope they take a little bit from Crash Bandicoot Warped because they had these. They also had these little monkeys that would hide in these like barrels and they would chuck rocks at you, basically. <laughs> it's really <laughs> weird, but then when you approach them, they would hide in their little... Dude, oh god, I want to play Crash like Batman, a little thing with
4: a monkey-speak amulet where you can, like, convince them to throw oh, rocks shit. at the enemy instead. Like, oh, you could shit. really go hard on that.
2: <laughs> dude, there's so much potential.
4: All the easter eggs, oh dude. I hope there's, like, magic carpets in it. Uh, Well, this is tomb-themed, right? So... What I was what I was thinking about a desert theme raid because every everyone in their nan knew that the next raid was going to be in the desert, right? So yeah. I was like thinking like, what could you really do with a desert themed raid? And I was a little scared because maybe it's a little bit too inhibitive because there's only so many like bosses you could add that are like desert themed. The the theater of blood had like, you know, a, a very large variety of monsters, because they went with that theme of, like, oh, Verzik set up this theater with all different kinds of creatures that you're meant to fight, but this desert-themed, like, tomb kind of thing maybe is a little bit inhibitive in the sense that there's only so much, like, Egyptian-themed shit that you can add, like, you know, the whole mummies, scarabs, uh, snakes kind of thing, Like, like, what else can you really do other than that, you know, like... Dude, like was... maybe it could be inhibitive, but you could you could maybe like try to be cheeky and add like some, some Greek mythology creatures like I don't know, like Manticores. Uh I mean you could just look at like the entire Yu-Gi-Oh card game for ideas if you wanted to because that has been an inherent like egyptian theme maybe you could like steal some concepts from that but dude i was yeah thinking,
2: like, okay so so you know how um i'm thinking of aladdin right now where you go into that little oh,
4: oh yeah hell yeah. yeah i'm thinking
2: of aladdin and uh i think what would be really sick is to uh i think what would be really cool <laughs> i'm just fucking thinking to, this might not actually work out that well but what would be really cool is if it was hallways, kind of like Sepulchre, where you're getting through these places, but there's also these little distractions where it's like, you see an urn or something and it could have something really valuable. You'd waste time, like, going for that urn, but it's like, shit, I kind of want to go fucking loot that urn. I could get, like, like an Increases loot your loot skill. chance or something, like, yeah, little or like, distractions or like, like that. Just, I like that. I like that. You just that. randomly get, like, some rare drop, potentially, or you just get a little bit of gold here and there. It's like little urns and shit where you can, like, kind of, like make these little detours and then uh I, I honestly dude i think i think a magic carpet
4: <laughs> would be fucking dope dude, if you could... Aladdin, like the first thing i thought of was like a, a fucking genie boss like a super evil genie with like magic powers he's like oh. throwing like balls at you and shit he's like <laughs> warping so reality dope. around you with his like magic genie powers like just think of that dude that would be so imagine cool. you can get a genie, genie
2: pet. You get a lamp that has What's a genie a pet. A G- follows pet?
4: That's, I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. You've got this old school thing going on, too, because genie is such an iconic thing yeah. in this game. Because it's, it's the quintessential random event, right? Yep. So, oh, my God. A genie pet would be so sick. Genie pet. Follow oh, I love dude. that.
3: Evil You get freaking one wish? Genie, you get,
0: no,
2: no. You get three wishes
4: from the genie, too. So, you get the... <laughs> You
2: get... <laughs> I don't even know what you'd get. Shit. You just
4: like imagine you have the pet out and you get the genie random. It just gets replaced with your genie pets. Like, oh yeah, by the way, I got this lamp ready for you. Like instead of getting the genie, it just gives you a freaking lamp.
2: God damn. Yeah, you can use the three wishes, but as soon as you use the th- or no, you can you can use your third wish on freeing your genie, so you just lose your pet.
4: Oh no. Dude, okay, I, like, this is what I was going to say, is I thought, like, an Egyptian theme would be really inhibitive, but you could get so creative with this, I feel like, like, thinking to stuff like Aladdin and Yu-Gi-Oh! and, and uh, like, there... uh, Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones, like, you okay, could so... really go hard on this, I think.
2: So, I know there's, um, okay, so, I don't know if this is necessarily desert theme, okay, I know there's ants in the game, but there's no elephants, correct? in the game? No. So what if they came out with those Oly fonts from, like, Lord of the Rings, giant-ass elephants, and <laughs> you can fucking, like... Oh, dude, I'm just... I don't think that's really well, desert theme, exactly, well, but... It...
4: What, well, when, when I was initially speculating what uh, Raid 3 would look like, I was thinking about how, like... It would kind of suck if the entire raid was, like, indoors, like, tomb area. What if there was a section of the raid where you're outdoors in, like, some sort of, like, like crazy, like, sandstorm desert kind of thing where you're, like, traversing the desert and you've got the, you're fighting, like, outdoor things or things that make sense that they would be outdoors, like, flying creatures or, like, vultures or some something like yeah. Uh, like, if there was, like, a section of the raid where you're not actually in the tombs yet, like, like think of think of how, uh, you know, there's this giant black area at the bottom of the desert right now, right? Like, what if you just replace that with, like, Deep Caridian, where it's, like, untraversable, nearly desert region that leads to the tomb that you're actually meant to go into? Like, maybe there would be, like, a raid lobby just outside of Deep Caridian. And uh, this would be south of Menaphos, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have this lobby area where it's, like, the an oasis where, like, it's, like, a, like a safe spot in an otherwise really treacherous desert. And then you your party would, like, you'd make your party and then you'd start your journey by going south into this deep Caridian and then it would be this randomly generated desert that you'd have to traverse through. You'd have to use, like... Like uh, I don't know if you've played Ocarina of Time. Like I'm thinking something like like Haunted Wasteland kind of thing. Where in, in Ocarina of Time you would uh you would have to like traverse this sandstorm kind of deserty thing uh, by uh, following these flags that you can barely see. And then at the the second half of the section, you would use the Lens of Truth to see this invisible ghost that would traverse you through the rest of the desert. And then that's how you cross the Haunted Wasteland in, in that in that game. I'm, I, that's what I'm thinking about the beginning section of uh, maybe like a desert-themed raid where you traverse this, this sandstormless, this uninhabitable desert that's like full of monsters that you have to fight along the way. And then you make your entrance to the raid, and then what you see after you traverse this desert is this massive, like, just spectacular tomb that on the outside looks like... Like it, it's been like sort of like worn down by the by the elements, but you go inside and it's this regal like sort of extremely royal looking thing. Like, like like you could really go all out on the uh, on the aesthetics here. Like, yeah. really make it look uh, gaudy and 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 like feels like you're in this uh, brand new sort of area of the game that you went through this rough desert to get through. Like, like, that's what I was thinking, is there would be an outdoor section to the raid, and then an indoor section. And then that way you'd have more freedom, more liberty to design uh, encounters that way. Whereas you're not stuffing everything into this tomb. Yeah. That, that was There's my so, idea.
2: There's so much fucking potential.
4: If it's just like you, you just, like, the lobby is inside, like, the, the beginning part of the tomb itself, and then you just go in. Like, I it's feel old, like that old. would be lame. Yeah. Yeah. But having a lobby outside of Deep Caridian and you have to traverse the desert to get to the actual raid part, um, I thought I thought that would be really cool. Like, imagine, like, release day, Tombs of a mascot, you go into the desert, just imagine how you're feeling, like, like you uh, are, like, in a brand new, like, sort of, you're in brand new content, you're traversing this this desert that's, like, rough, you're, like, you don't know what you're doing, you're just getting, like, wrecked by, like, I don't know, worms that are coming out of the ground. Yeah, like, like Tremors tremors like earthquake that like the yeah. screen's shaking like there's this like sandstorm effect you can't see where you're going it's like like you could sort of capture that sort of feeling uh with this outdoor section and then and then imagine like release day you get to the tomb it's just like this massive building and it really is like looks so foreboding to enter and you know like you're going to get into this super hard end game content it's like you really feel it on release day I know like once you start like grinding the raid you don't really feel that anymore but I think first impressions are very very important when designing new content and if people get that impression of like wow I'm entering this fucking like basically the inferno uh like yeah. I, I think that'll be really exciting on launch and that'll make the content really hype
2: there's... Yeah, no, it's exciting. Um, the other thing that they're coming out with... I'm not exactly sure when combat achievement... Uh, like, new tasks are going to be released when, like, Raids 3 comes out. Probably a couple months down the line, I'd assume. Like,
4: Who knows? It, took, it didn't down. take Fasani very long to get at it, but then again, it was already in the game when combat achievements were out, so yeah, it'll probably be a few months before they apply combat achievements to Raids 3, I think.
2: Let's go into it. What are your thoughts on combat achievements? What did they... What or
4: okay
2: there's so much to talk
4: about i know i think they did my pretty my well but yeah, let's, with let's hear about it um so on release the combat achievements i was really excited to to start playing the game again because like I, I haven't really been playing a whole lot like i've been playing like once every like few days like that's how seldom i've been playing um only for a few hours each day as well and when combat achievements came out i was like really playing like a lot like i thought it was really fun like routing all the tasks like like oh there's like such-and-such such challenge for such boss. Like, like it was fun routing a whole bunch of challenges all at the same time. Like, I remember, like, day two or three, I was, like, doing regular gauntlet for the... for, like, the, the no armor task and, like, the no potion task. I would just try to cram as many challenges <laughs> in at once and I yeah. would get, like, five things done at once and it felt so good. Like... And a lot of the challenges were really difficult. Like they felt like a, it felt like you were accomplishing something when yep. you were doing them. So I, I had a lot of fun on combat achievement release, just full clearing bosses, just like going like boom, 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 boom. Okay, what were what uh, were some know, of we your favorite tasks left. so far? So I'll start. I'll start with the negative stuff first. So okay. I'll, I'll talk about how shitty killing fifty deranged archaeologists was first. Like, I'm so glad that. I did. I had all those KCs done. The only
2: KCs I didn't have done were the CMs. I haven't done those yet.
4: Uh, the only KC task that I'm missing now is hundred hard motob. Oh, and and, and I'll get into I that had more. I too. Fuck. That was
3: fifty uh, temperos was painful.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I had that already. I'm yeah. glad I did like my fifty on release. Yeah. And I kinda wish I did hard motob on release. I I just never got to. I'm oh, yeah. zero KC still by the way. Like I the uh I need to get hard done. But yeah, it was really fun like banging out all these uh bosses, like full clearing them. Like I just get a hydra task and then I just do like I'd do my Derot kill and then I do a twenty kill trip and also the speedrun task I'd be like doing like vent off ticking with like blowpipe. Like I like it felt really exciting going back to all these bosses that I've already mastered and like proving that I, re- I know how to do them yeah. again. Like, like it felt like I was like really showing off uh, all my knowledge of the game by going to every boss and like showing that I've mastered it, uh, just uh, perfecting each and every method for every boss that I've already done and going back to them. It felt so refreshing being able to just go do all these bosses that I've already finished on my iron. It felt really fun going back to like stuff like Hydra again, where I like relearn what I used to do. Like, just just the sheer variety of combat achievements at the beginning was so much fun to me. But uh, now the sad thing is that I've sort of hit a, a brick wall uh, in combat achievements where I need teams now because yeah. I've full cleared the whole game. Let me quickly actually look at my combat tasks. I'm I'm just in game doing agility right now. Uh, what's your so, What's your
2: total team. right now? Out of 410?
4: My total... So it's 410, right? I'm at 351. Okay. I have the whole game full cleared, except uh, I'm missing speed tasks at Cox. I'm missing speed tasks at CM. Uh... I'm missing one Fusani's nightmare task, which is a sub seven. That's actually pretty hard, by the way. It's sub it's seven just, it's just is RNG. Really it Took Lake like but, yeah, two. It's just days. RNG. Yeah, <laughs> I might uh, I might take Derox to Fusani and just like do one HP DH kills until I get like lucky DH hits and I get the sub seven that way. Because the Scythe is too consistent. Like, there's almost no variance on my time because of how consistent the scythe is. Yeah. Maybe I'll switch to TH for that. But yeah, I'm still figuring that out. But that's the thing I'm doing in the game at the moment. If I don't get the speed task, I'll eventually get it if I just grind up the KC. Yeah. Um, I'm missing, like, every top task. Same. So the, all the perfect top shit, um, all the speed tasks, uh, and Mauritania only. I haven't done those because, like, I just struggle to find a team. I'm 0 to 14 for hard mode top. Same. Which is really sad. <laughs> uh,. I have uh, all the Inferno shits to do still. I- I'm waiting on Inferno because when I'd have Master done, I can get two yep. suck tasks at once, right? So That's smart. Inferno was like the last thing I do to get Grandmaster done. So I'm waiting until I can complete Master I to did get in- all those done.
2: I just got to say, I did an Inferno last night. I was very proud of myself. I got my fifth cape, and uh, I did the uh, triple jads, like killing them
4: in 30 seconds or whatever. And then I. Oh, dude! Dude, the Jads. Oh, my God. The Jad challenges were so fun. They were so I, I fun. Thought...
2: Those are the most fun I've had.
4: Wait, have yeah, you done all of them? I, yes, I did them all in an hour. Yeah, no, they're I knocked fun. them out so fast, and they were so satisfying to they do. Were so fun. Dude, speedrunning five Jads was like actually like, like. It felt like I had to actually do it without being safe, like without playing safe. Yep. Like, I went hard, and it felt great. All those JAD challenges were so much they fun. They were really so, yeah, fun. Those and, and that was like my peak of combat they, achievements. See, like, okay, I so was popping off.
2: I, I sort of want to tell... Okay, the other thing I really enjoyed that I hated at first, but I kind of started getting addicted to it toward the end, was were the Gauntlet speedruns. They took me a while because I've never really tried to rush Gauntlet. So it was like kind of new to me, but those were really annoying at first. But they ended up being really enjoyable toward the end. I was like, "Damn, I feel like I'm actually improving and like learning and stuff."
4: Um, Did you ever get a blade from uh, from corrupted gauntlet or like a weapon seed? Yeah, I got
2: one, but I it was a blade initially. I got it like long time ago, Uh, but then I. I turned it into a Bofa, so I only... Okay, so you have
4: probably got the full crystal armor set then, too.
2: I actually have had 13 seeds, but I traded in 8 of them, because this is back when oh. crystal... This is this was back when crystal armor was dog shit, and I was like, I'm just gonna just chuck this. It's not even worth being in my bank, but now oh, I have... I know
4: many irons that had multiple blades, and they dropped them for bond money, yep. and they are very sad. Yep.
2: I, have, I have the top and bottom. I'm literally just missing one armor seed for the helmet, just to re-obtain it, and then I just need another weapon seed for the blade. But I don't need the blade. I have a scythe.
4: It's like, I'm not even going to use it. Yeah, blades, like, why go for it? Like, I, like, I have one uh, seed as well. Like, okay. I, like, I got one blade, and then I just made it into a bow, because obviously, like, the bow is yeah, very, exactly. way stronger than the blade.
2: Uh, um, I, I wanted to ask about... Um, fuck, now I'm missing it.
4: Comment achievements.
2: Yeah, it was something about... It was, it was a certain achievement I was going to ask you about. The Jad challenges? Oh, 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 oh. Here's what I was going to say is, what do you think about the difficulty of Grandmaster? And before you before you respond, I was thinking, okay, Grandmaster is going to be, initially, I was really, I was a little scared it was going to be just obnoxious. And I I'm was thinking, imagine doing a, uh, like, imagine doing, I don't know, Inferno or something. Where you can't lose a prayer point before, like, Zook. (laughs) Or just something stupid where it's just like, this is going to be so fucking hard, you know? Like, what do you think of the difficulty of Grandmaster? A lot of the Grandmasters, it felt like you could just kind of do. As long as you've done the content for a little bit prior.
4: Yeah, some of the grandmaster tasks do not deserve to be grandmaster. Like killing Creara with a salamander should not be grandmaster. It sounds grandmaster because it's like, wow, salamanders suck ass, but yeah. it's like you just bring like a full inventory of food and like that's that's the task. Yeah, like that shouldn't be a grandmaster task in my opinion. Um, Fifteen
2: bandos for grandmaster. I was like, oh, I don't know. That used to be really tough, but like.
4: Dude, it should be 15 listen. bandos with melee. Same thing with the zami task. Dude. It should be 20 zami with melee. That, you know that's what it should have been. You know what's fucking crazy? I di- so now I can get uh,
2: 43 boss tasks because I've completed the elite tier. So yeah. I got a 43 bandos task. I did it all melee in one go. 43 fucking oh, kills. Oh, that
4: is so sick.
2: And I'm like, it was easy. Because I I don't even know why it was so easy, but like
4: well Slayer Helmet is gonna yeah Slayer Helmet was just disgusting shit ton.
2: But I I just remember being like man I, I feel like I can only ever get like seven to eight kill trips flicking, but now it's like how the fuck did I pull off forty three? And then I guess I was thinking some of these tasks are just like I don't know they're like too they're too easy or something I don't know. Sometimes I'm like they're at a, I think they're honestly at a, a pretty good difficulty. Have you done your
4: two hours of Sarah yet?
2: Yes, that was so obnoxious. Yeah, it's like... So boring.
4: It should have been like a... 20 kill trip with, like, an RCP. Like, just make it shorter, but make it so you have to use, like, a shittier weapon. Like, yeah. if you no, just I'm use a like... Tebow, it's like, wow, I, I... this is boring.
2: Also, I feel like what it should have been is 50 kills without purple sweets. I just ate purple sweets.
4: I was like... Oh, you, you know what I did is, uh, <laughs> is I brought the Archaea spellbook and I brought Vile Vigor, and what happened to me was, I just brought it, as like, just in case, like, okay, every time I pray at the altar, I'll just use the, the spell to get my run energy back, right? Oh, and then nice, yeah. And then pray at the altar to refill my prayer Anyway, but what ended up happening was I got so many prayer pot drops that I just didn't even use stamens at all because I was just chugging down pea pots the entire time.
2: Yeah, you don't even need stamens <laughs> really anymore.
4: Like I brought. Don't get me wrong. I still brought sweets just in case, right? Just in yeah. case, like I would run out of stamps or something. But yeah, it just ended up happening where I got so many pea pot drops. I just kept spamming this yeah. the spell, <laughs> and cool. it was popping off. Like I was. I, I It was the first time I'd ever tried it anywhere and uh, it was really funny how well it worked and i was like damn this spell is actually pretty strong when you keep getting prayer pots every second kill
2: yeah that's pretty cool i've never actually really used that spell no the the sarah one would have been cool if it was do 50 kills you cannot have purple sweets because i was just fucking cheesing the whole thing i I was just (laughs) AFKing for two hours and then i was just because i have like i have like twelve thousand sweets well i did oh yeah
4: i've got i've got a large stack of sweets i I just
2: i was literally just eating them like candy i'm like all right like just
4: (laughs) it was was yeah it just invalidated all the challenge completely i agree yeah yeah i mean i guess that's just inherently what's gonna happen when you've got a stackable food item
2: you've done the the no prayer
4: jad yeah that was funny that that was, was really I was just funny. hiding behind Italy Rock the entire time. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that I realized that a bat. Yeah. Also counts for losing prayer. So I was like, oh fuck, I have to actually safe spot everything. So I was using like the wiki's like spawn predictor thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was playing so safe. Me too. It took a very long it, took, it was like a 50 minute cape. It was like 50 minutes of just like sweating pretty much. Yeah. No, I just, I was just one. I don't know. I was just clicking on
2: my mage prayer here and there. I, I had my mage prayer on for two ticks. Luckily
4: it didn't go off. <laughs> Luckily. So I I was I was smart. So I'm kind of a nerd, right? So I know yeah. like little things about the game. So what I did before I did that task was I smited myself and then prayed at an altar so that my Ooh, my uh like into my like in between prayer point counter was yep. reset. Yep. So that if I had my mage prayer on for one tick, it wouldn't drain me one prayer. Yeah. So I had that leeway and I could go into the fight caves with that knowledge that okay, if I fuck up a tick like it's fine like i don't fail yeah. the task immediately
2: it was it was pretty again the thing with like it wasn't that bad to do it was just kind of obnoxious especially when you have max gear like when you have max gear blowpipe tibo and everything it's just you don't even need it it was obnoxious, but i thought it was
4: really funny like i thought it was like a fun new way to do fight caves yeah games. yeah no i was so a little I like stressed
2: i was stressed out about it but then i was like for some reason still in my head i still think of fight caves as i did in 2015 Cause I just don't do it often. Where I'm like, "Ooh, fight caves is pretty scary." <laughs> no, yeah, no, like, no, no, like, no, 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 bro. I could literally tank like three mages. Like, it doesn't even matter. Just eat, like, it-
4: man. When I got my first fire cape in 2015 on like my fresh iron, I I popped off more than my first infernal cape because <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I got a fire cape on an Iron Man." Back yep. in the uh, back when, like, you know. People thought Iron Man were really prestigious. Yeah. And I did it with, like, tuna potatoes and a couple prayer potions. RCB, uh, probably. RCB, yeah. I, I was using a fucking god stole because yep. I don't think I had a glory. <laughs> like, like I felt, like, accomplished myself, and I was really happy. And, and uh, yeah, I popped off when I got it because I was so excited. Like, the nerves when I was fighting Jad was like, oh, my God, dude, if I fuck up, I could die in one hit. Like, yep. like my nerves fighting Jad, Jad for the first time far outweigh the nerves I had when I was fighting Zuck for the first time. I'm because like I matured a lot as a player in between yeah. those times.
2: I'm I'm just glad that uh, Jad is no longer scary in any way. In fact, six Jads isn't even scary. It's yeah, like, I think yeah. six Jads. Uh, those tournament worlds. So I've done I've done two six Jads and I haven't failed one yet.
4: And, and that then, is pretty sick.
2: Yeah, no, I'm really happy. I'm scared <laughs> to do it anymore. I love it so much. I'm scared to do it. But uh
4: I uh, I had to ruin my uh my death streak uh on my iron because I had one death on fives, I think, and one death on sixes, and mm-hmm. I was like pretty pleased that I yeah. second tried six jads. You first tried six jads, dude. You're you're just a Chad. But, <laughs> no, but... Yeah, for the speed test, like I have to play very, very risky and like yeah. I have to maximize my DPS. So yeah, I I was the... playing very aggressively.
2: For the for the five Jads I've I've died like twelve times, I was just resetting trying to hit two hammers, but Oh yeah. Um Yeah, no, but I I spent so much time doing six JADs on Tournament Worlds years ago when they first came out. And um, so I just got really confident with it. But now, even in Inferno, you know, like triple JADs used to be like just frightening. I'd just be shaking, you know, like.
4: Dude, when people were speculating if they were going to add like double JADs from Kiln when they were first like releasing the Inferno. (laughs) And then they added three. People were like shitting their pants like. Wait, there's never been three Jads before, and then the six Jad challenge at Runefest that one time where you'd see people like Bodhi and Wooks just like dying immediately. Like people thought it was like, dude, you're never gonna do this. This is outrageously hard. But of course, the community finds a way to conquer any challenge nowadays.
2: Yep, it's insane.
4: Uh, You talk about the difficulty of Grandmaster tasks, like like I'm just gonna talk about how the community like they do find a way. So. And I've matured a lot as a player, so I, I understand that if there's something that I can't do, then I'm very much capable of learning how to do it yeah. and getting better. Like like this Inferno speed task, it's like sub-65 Inferno, Like I've never even gotten close to that time on Inferno, because I haven't done much Inferno. But I trust that I'm a good enough player that I'm going to be able to learn how to be fast at the Inferno and get the time in in, uh, in only a matter of time. So so the difficulty of Grandmaster, it's like, if you're at that point where, you know, like, you can do all the content that Grandmaster covers, like, you should be able to do Grandmaster tasks, no problem. People say, like, oh, yeah, I'll never be able to do Grandmaster, but, but just trust in yourself that yeah, you'll be able practice. to learn things. Like, you, human beings are very intelligent creatures, and uh, they are very capable of learning and overcoming new obstacles, as the community has shown time and time again. Uh, even when the bar is is raised every time, yep. so I, I I am I'm pretty confident that eventually I'll get them all done. But but yeah, at the moment like I'm super gated on team tasks. I I am really struggling to find teams. <laughs> there was this one guy who who believed in me. His name's undefeated. Shout out him. Uh, he he's like crazy talented player. Yeah, the the dude the dude has a nibbler pet, and he was still speedrunning Inferno for fun on his iron because that's just like. He's so good at the game, like, and he's mastered Inferno that he just really has fun just just pooping on Inferno all day, just making it look like a joke. And he was, like, PMing me on Discord, like, hey, man, want to do, like, trio top, like, get the top time? And I'll be like, okay, dude, sure. And then, like, I'd keep making excuses, like, oh, let me eat dinner first. I'm, like, oh, let me do this and that first. And then I just, like, sort of lost contact with him yeah. because I never was able to, like, get a team it, going. It's
2: just sort of like one of those things where it's like you really got to be motivated to do it because... Yeah, you know, that's like if, the issue. when people ask me, like, "Hey, you want to go do top?" It's like I have to be the one to initiate it because, like, I have to really want to go do it right then. If I'm being if I'm if I'm being asked in any sort of like time where I'm just not exactly feeling it 100, I'm just gonna say no.
4: Yeah, I, I, you really need the motivation, and and for me, the motivation. I grinded at a lot of Tob on on my main, like uh, like my normie account, because I thought Tob was really fun, and I had a group of homies to do it with that was like a solid group of of three to four people all the time, and I was having a blast, uh, just doing it with my friends. But it, it's really demotivating when you're like, when you know, like, okay, well, my friends aren't really gonna cut it for hard mode tob, like, because yeah. they're not like the best, right? Like the people that I I typically raid with, like, there's the I got my homie he's like my my number one Runescape friend at the moment, like he—he's the homie. Like, like I can I can do anything with him, but we, we really lack like extras on top of that because mm-hmm. you need like three, four, or five people for these top speed tasks and and like CM and all the chamber speed tasks and stuff. So, so I don't actually have like really good players that I can like form a large team with to to do these tasks with and that's the motivating thing is i just don't like like talking to like randoms that i know are like good at the game like like undefeated like yeah we're like runescape friends but i i don't have a like an in-depth relationship with him so it's not like i'm like raiding with a close friend of mine you know like like it it just sucks when i'm like pming people that like they'd be on my friends list and i would like never message them otherwise like i feel like such a such a just a jerk messaging people out of nowhere like like you know like it feels like i have to ask like oh how you doing buddy like like (laughs) you know like try to like pretend like you're their friend almost yeah Yeah, and and then be like oh let's let's talk dude let's but you've got this ulterior motive going on where like oh you need good players to do these tasks with so it's crazy demotivating to me and it's just not something i wanted to do so i started a like sort of I guess I kind of benched combat achievements at that point, but, but yeah, at the beginning, combat achievements were like so thrilling, just busting out all these tasks, like full clearing bosses left, right, and center. The the Jad challenges, of course, were unbelievably thrilling. Just getting them all done in an hour was probably the most fun hour I ever spent playing RuneScape in the past, like three years or so. Yeah, tons uh, of fun. But yeah, I'm really getting by all these team tasks. It's really fun. Uh, I just. Especially looking at, like, the Grandmaster, like, CM time. Like, the five-man CM is apparently, like, really tough. And even the five-man top, apparently you have to one-down bloat or you just don't get it. Shit. And that, like, requires, like, mains and shit to do because, like, there's lots of trading involved.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm thinking, like... Well, I, I want to ask, what is something... What is a piece of advice you would give to those that don't feel like they'll ever achieve like, the combat achievements, like, either Master or Grandmaster, because my personal thing is you just have to go do it. Like, those Inferno tasks are kind of intimidating to some. CM tasks are re- really intimidating to me because I've just not experienced, that with, uh, experienced at them whatsoever. But, like, you just got to go in there. You just literally got go to just go practice. to have
4: the self-confidence of yourself as a player and as yourself as a human being that, you know, like, if you don't have the talent to do something, then... You know a little bit of hard work uh, will will pay off gratuitously just uh just take the time to learn it like just just make an effort to get better and you will you always will yep so if, if well, that is if you want to to get like all these tasks done right like the the motivation has to be there, and I know the rewards for combat achievements are very bad. Like, like they're going from to get a, like a design aspect. I mean, they're like flex rewards, right? Yeah. So a lot of people don't really care to be that good at the game. They just want to play RuneScape casually. So it's not for everyone, but if you do want to become a really good player and you want to become the, that guy with that Zuckhelm, then uh, you just have to believe in yourself, basically. Just uh, put in the time and effort to get better. Like, it's no problem.
2: Yeah, I think that I think the rewards are going to get buffed. I, I, again, I think because again, if they're going to be polled, it's going to be really tough for the majority of the community to vote yes on something that's going to be really beneficial, but they know they're not going to (laughs) get. So it's like, I wonder what could pass, but I'm almost certain within the next few months there's going to be a new uh, perks for master and grandmaster.
4: If they're increasing the requirements to do Master and Grandmaster by adding, like, rate 3 stuff, then it would it would make sense for the rewards to be more fleshed out too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I promise that there will be uh, more rewards in the future. It's just a matter of uh, just people putting their ideas out and the Jmods liking it and then implementing them eventually. I was very
2: set on exclusively just completing Elite and then being done forever. But it's just, like, it was just calling for me basically yeah I mean, like
4: master yeah. master uh combat achievements like oh yeah you can kill two less goblins to get into god yeah. no, like... they're,
2: they're very crappy perks uh master and grandmaster are really crappy i i have some suggestions for like better rewards but i just know it'll be better for me to complete grandmaster before they come out with the rewards so i don't feel this pressure like fuck like i can't even yeah
4: like you really don't want to have like the yeah. like the infernal cape situation here yeah or it's just going to become you know like like services city where people are like buying and selling services <laughs> oh, to each God. other just so that they can get like one strength bonus of some shit
2: what if they actually did come out with uh an imp- or a uh like a an infernal cape trim that has like an extra two strength like I,
4: I I personally don't even mind the combat achievements just being exclusively aesthetic. Like, Yeah. No, they're they're totally cool. Right now, myself is more than enough of a reward. They're they're it's totally so cool dope. right now.
2: Uh, I think they're really good. I there could be perks though. There could be additional perks that aren't game breaking, but just like ooh, that's nice. That's quality of life. You know.
4: Better chance of master clues from master. That's all I, like, I was saying.
2: I was saying increase by 5% all the masters that come from lesser tier caskets. So like, hards, you would get a master at 1 in 14 instead of 1 in 15. Elites, you'd get at 1 in 4 instead of 1 in 5, which is huge, because that's not That even... sounds
4: like a, a too big. Almost. I don't know. Like, I think the numbers don't work very I good for I think it that. does
2: work, because elites are so shit right now that it would actually maybe encourage doing elite caskets, so you get masters. That's my that's, opinion. Uh,
4: that's how it works at Scotizo, though, if you've got the elite... Teardown, l- you get one in four instead of one in five I'm from Scotizo. I'm
2: so barred that I've opened any totems because that one in four is oh, such no. a huge 20%. Did you have any
4: totems banked when you had to do the Scotizo challenges? No, I had to go grind
2: out jellies and went like that five is times. Unlucky. Oh, that is
4: so unlucky. I, I had completed so many them, totems except for the chinchampa one. Do it. Oh, that was AIDS. What what I try what to do, do, do I try to do too many tasks at once? I tried to do the chinchampa one with like the no damage one, and uh... yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've already done every single one except Chinchampa. That seems really simple.
4: Yeah, it's just you just chin it like off the demons. It's fine, yeah. or maybe you just bring it low health first and then you chin it.
2: Can't you just chuck a chin at Scotizo itself, or is that not? I can't mm, I
4: remember. What oh, says. I don't even remember. Probably actually. I thought it just you kill, it.
2: Just finish it off with a Chinchampa. like. Oh, it. that's just free then. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just oh, it's, like it then, oh, it's like a so master. It's like a master. Come Um. Yeah, but then the other thing I was thinking is for Grandmaster, so they could have that for Master. Again, these are just ideas. They don't need to come out. Uh, but then for Master, it would be uh, you get an increased chance of a Mimic.
4: Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah. I forgot that you made that suggestion. I like that a lot. Just a slight increased chance yep, of a Mimic just is perfect.
2: slight little increases. And uh, just because that, that they already a lot have of their own Clue updates. But th- the thing is, like, I'm advocating for this kind of change, kind of. I don't really care either way. But if it does pass, I'm going to be really butthurt if I don't have Grandmaster already completed, because then I'm just, like, hard stuff. Oh, that's true. That's so that's true. why I'm doing it right now. I'm like, you know what? I should stop uh, calling out for, like... Well, you adventures. also
4: have this completionist mentality, right? Like, yeah. So you're going to want to get everything done eventually anyway. Like, you're you're the kind of guy that just wants to go for the endless progression of just, like, oh, finish collection log, oh, do everything. Like, yeah. like you probably have your eyes set on, on, like, random shit down the line, like, champion cape. Like, all those kind of things... Uh, Like, even maybe something as weird as, like, Castle Wars armor, maybe you'll eventually do, because you've got that completionist mentality, right?
2: Yeah, no, yeah.
4: So these are all things you'll eventually get to, no matter what the rewards for the common achievements are. But yeah, it is very wise to get them done now before they buff it, and then you won't have that, like, pressure to do it you know now's the time while uh you know elite caskets are getting uh h- held on for dear life uh diamond hands like you can't even open elite caskets anymore you might as well like uh, even just do uh some stuff on the side before you really go on your uh massive journey of uh you know six hundred thousand Seracnus or whatever that's it why is. I'm, that's why
2: i'm getting more dude i hate stacking caskets i really do i just don't me, enjoy too. It.
4: I, I haven't opened an elite casket in so long, and it's so sad. I, that I, I just have to wait. I don't so like long.
2: stacking, but on top, even when Pole 76 comes out and like let's say it gets passed and implemented, I'm still gonna have regret. I'm still gonna be thinking in the back of my mind, like, I shouldn't open these yet because you know, maybe the next uh perk update for the like the combat achievements are gonna make elites so they shit out masters more frequently or something. Just... There's always something, and it's like ugh, I have to keep holding these stackable things.
4: Almost like you've always got that thing you've got to think about, though. Yeah. You, you just can't. Uh, you can't help it sometimes. I know. You, I'm it's gonna just, just something have to you just gotta with plus live with. Six, But it's just gonna.
2: It's gonna be one of those things. like, God damn it! Like <laughs> thinking of the hundred Scotizos I've done. Like that's an additional, you know, however many elite clues
4: five the game's gonna get devalued over time like like uh that's just something you got to live with yeah uh yeah to summarize combat achievements very fun on release tons of fun and i'll probably have a lot of fun doing inferno down the line if i eventually get these team tasks done but yeah like like at the moment like i just need teams and it's very hard because i basically have to like ask for a charity service from like four other mains that know what they're doing in CM to get the five man teams done, and like that applies to top as well. Like, it, it just sucks that I don't have the the homies to do it. You know, like, yeah. like I almost felt like being on this cast would be a, a good way to like <laughs> beg for some of the
2: talented. I, mean, I, I would love that
4: listeners of the cast.
2: I would love to do some tobs with you. Uh, Oh, I would love to
4: do it with you, too. It would be more motivating for me to do it with, like, you know, you. Yeah. Because, uh, like, we have a background together, which is not the case with a lot of my friends, like, people on my friend's list that are really good at the game. I think all the top ones you just
2: trio anyway.
3: Well,
4: there are, like, the speed tests, which you are required to do at every scale. Oh, there's, like... But, yeah, the perfect top test, like, that's trio for sure. And, yeah, just hit me up, and I will... uh, I will definitely make an excuse to get onto the game and, uh, yeah, no, that'd be fun. He's got to get a third stream content, baby. Yeah.
2: No, is, uh, wait, you were saying you do it, I think you do it with QHP. Is he really good?
4: Oh, well, (laughs) I wouldn't say he's really good, but he he can be a bit of a dunce sometimes. (laughs) Because we got to get those
2: perfect ones done. So it's like, I mean, I'm also shit at the game, but like, you
4: know, I'll, yeah, he, I'll sweat, he, he, dude. I know for sure he's going to be listening to this cast, uh, <laughs> and, and maybe he'll feel a little bad when I when I say he has boomer moments. <laughs> but uh, no, we yeah, all we, we, we have a long history of doing Tom together. We all make mistakes, yeah, yeah of course, naturally. Um, yeah, we can get the homie in on that too as well. Yeah. Just the three of us, dude. That'd could be, be a could I, be an I, idea for sure. I gotta do those team ones,
2: but I also have so much other th- so many other things. Like I have to do hundred CMs. I have to do 100
4: uh, hard modes. It, well, I need 100 100? hard
2: mode, top too. Yeah, it's 100, right?
4: Yeah, it's 100. Yeah, so... And I, that's all stuff I need as well, so we'll just match our own individual yeah. needs. See, what the, would be cool thing... is just,
2: like, to just do trio hard modes until we feel comfortable, and then we just start sending, like, the other challenges. We'd, like, passively work until we...
4: Yeah, that, that's a good idea. ...comfy. Because
2: that's what I'm planning on with Inferno, is, like, I have to do 10 KC regardless. I'm at 5 it's like, I just want to get comfy with it, so doing up to 10, and then and then even then doing like the 10 65. Inferno is the
4: Grandmaster task, right? The what? The 10 Inferno is Grandmaster, yep. isn't it? Yep. I, I'm not thinking about that at all, because I know like I'm going to have to get better at the Inferno <laughs> by sending lots exactly. of runs anyway, the 10 so is it's going to be a while a before I get the speed test done, so that's just yeah. going to become passive over time for sure.
2: Yeah inferno has been fun though like last night i i ran one and i completed it i was like okay like that was that was really fun and so i'm excited for the uh future tasks when you so, have to get good at it yeah i got a 77 minute last time which is like i wasn't even trying to go fast i was just trying to complete it and i did the triple drag one which is like kill all of them within 30 seconds so you have to just keep them all oh, alive. make them early. low
4: yeah that's cool that, yeah
2: and so uh did you tag all the healers or did you just kill them all i literally just killed all the healers i was like this is i you didn't even need to kill them but i didn't
4: like a million healers
2: yeah like i i just didn't want to chance myself by trying to pull out some stupid maneuver like oh let me try try to block them and then i accidentally get melee and then they're like off tick and shit i was like i'm just gonna kill these
4: yeah that's that's fair enough um yeah, I uh, Inferno still stresses me the fuck out. It I does. Still have that, like, it, d- it does. But listen, where... man,
2: like, like you said, just you put in a little bit of practice, all of a sudden it's just like getting a little bit easier, a little yeah, easier. This
4: then... is something I'm gonna get used to. That's all. Exactly. Um, uh, once I get used to it, Inferno is gonna be so fun. Like, once I like don't mind like dying yeah. to something in the Inferno, I- I'll be so good at it. Yeah. I think I just have to like. Because I still get, like, shivers when I do Inferno. And even when I think <laughs> yeah. about doing Inferno, it gives yeah. me shivers. And once that goes away, like, it's it's popping yeah. off time. That, yep. That's when it's gaming time.
2: Absolutely. Now, Inferno, like, I see people just absolutely loving it. I'm like, man, I want that. I want to love it. And I know I will if I just put in a little bit more time. So, All right, let me... Uh... Yeah, that's
4: going to be me soon. I just have to do Master first, uh, Master tasks first, so that I can get that double Zuck task going on before I can touch Inferno but i plan on doing that at the very end like once i've done all the team tasks that's when it's like the the home stretch right like that's when i fight my biggest uh my biggest fear which is the inferno (laughs) and then finally get it done and then and then i end combat achievements on a great note rather than just like getting like carried in a five-man cm pretty much like that would be a shit way to end the end the experience i gotta say it is really fun like proving to yourself that you're good at the game and that you can tackle all these challenges but for me personally i'm not actually a challenge driven player like like I, i'm more of a like just a grinder in general like like what i like to do the most in in the game is just turn on some music to just vibe to and uh and just grind what i'm good at like for drops you know like like that. that's what i'm that's basically the only thing i'm doing right now is i'm just doing fasani exclusively um I'm I'm still hunting this mace. I don't really need the mace either. Is the thing like I don't have this overarching goal of oh you know I'm gonna get this mace and then I'm gonna do six hundred thousand sarachnus with it. Like I don't even have that mentality. I just have the mentality of okay this is like a really cool weapon that I could use to like do Soul CM again, hunt omelet, and I can use it as like a gear upgrade for when I do CMs and stuff. Yep. Um. But it's, it's not like funding. I plan on using the maze excessively. Like, yeah. it, It's just like a nice thing to have in, in the bank, you know? Like another addition to the Iron Man armory.
2: It looks so sexy. <laughs> oh, I bet <laughs> it
4: does. Especially on the ground before you pick it up. Bruh. Yeah, I'm going I'm <laughs> to show everybody. Look
2: at that. Like, holy fuck. So powerful. It's pink, dude. It's like, it's like the little light's pink. Oh my god. I hate drawing. Oh, like it. the loot it's, it's, beam? Yeah, the loot. Oh, oh,
4: or the ground items uh, plugin giving it the the text over top the, of the, it.
2: Yeah, the text and the beam are both per, are both pink. They look so good. It's like, oh, I didn't even get, get the what? beam when I got it though. I didn't get the beam. You know what's
4: crazy is that I haven't actually been doing like a whole lot of Asani. Like like you busted out like, what is it like ninety KC in one stream? Yeah, 83. 84, eighty three. Or eighty four, I guess. Eighty four in one stream. Like, that was the day of release and, I, and it's been a while since Fasanis <laughs> came out, right? And I've been playing so seldom. I'm only a hundred and fifty KC since release. Like and that's the only thing I've I've been doing. Yeah. Like that is how little I've been playing R S at the moment, and it's very sad. But but even even with that in mind, like what's wild is that only two days ago I got my second harmonized orb. And I, I just see like the red text just harmonized orb eight hundred mil. I'm like, whoa! What what the fuck is this? What are you doing here, dude? It's, that's not my mace.
2: It's crazy. That, I mean, because I mean, I've I've had two harms as well. I just remember how crazy it was to see a harm on the ground at a normal nightmare. It's like just <laughs> it's just like everything just feels so incredibly rare. But it's like you seeing that's like holy fuck! I just hit the jackpot. Like and then getting it twice. Like damn. But yeah,
4: it, 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 it's so weird getting a really expensive dupe item. Like I felt yeah. that way with Scythe as well, especially when Scythe was so expensive. It's like it, 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 it's like it, it it always seems like it the the first time you get an item takes a while and then the dupes just come flowing in. Yep, it's like so always. weird how the dupes feel so easy every time. It's like it's like I know this is a Rice Cup had a good uh had a good story on this how he he grinded like a shit ton of solar rates for his first tebow and then he got a second tebow like a week later and it, he he talked about how dumb it feels like it just makes the tebow grind feel like like nothing yep. almost like oh, it yep. just happens like like it, it's kind of a abstract sort of feel now in if regard getting no seriously if,
2: if i were to get i'm like i'm like what 130 kc at fasani's right now if i were to get another maze i'd be like I'd just be pissed off at that You did more Fasani after Mace? Yeah, I've done a little bit more, just because I'm missing a a parasitic egg and the Eldritch still, so...
4: The egg doesn't seem to be that rare. It's only, like, one in, like, 200
2: or something. Yeah, I think that says it on the wiki, like, one in 200-ish. So I need to get the egg, which would
4: be cool, because I have four pets. I have zero still. I am dry on the pet. I'm missing... uh, I, I haven't gotten the jar either, so I'm missing pet, jar, Mace, and Eldritch. I've had... Two volatiles, two harm, uh, a lot of Inquisitor, a lot of staves. And uh, yeah, I've been pretty lucky on nightmare drops. Like I've like I'm definitely overrated on items. Yeah. Especially like like expensive like orbs too. Like I- I'm definitely making more money per hour than an average person doing nightmare, and I'm pretty fortunate for that. Um but yeah, I've gotten to the stage where like like I, I- like I said, like I'm a grinder. I, I just like just like putting hours into content that I'm good at as like a means to an end sort of thing, just to make the time go by almost where it gives me something to do while I'm just on Discord chatting with people, just yeah. having a good time, like listening to music even, just just something to just zone out to. I I really like that aspect of it. And uh, it it almost makes me sad at this point when I do eventually get the maze, it just means that I can no longer do the content that I like doing. And then I have to get into that state again where I have to learn something yeah, and then get into that zone again where like I, I, uh, I have to relearn something and then get into the rhythm of just grinding it. Cause that's the part of the game that I really enjoy the most. So for me, of course, combat achievements is very exciting showing off that you're to yourself, that you're good at the game. But uh, like for the most part, I just like mindlessly grinding away at stuff. So common achievements aren't like the most appealing to me I'm, I'm not a mole goat kirby i'm not like exactly constantly yeah I, pushing myself to do challenges right so you. so i almost feel like i'm i'm almost obligated to do challenges that i'm not really terrifically interested in doing and uh i'm not super motivated and and finishing grandmaster right now especially with like my current lack of teams yep but uh it is it is of course fun when i do eventually get into it so maybe i just have to think to myself how much fun i'm gonna have uh like doing all the inferno tasks um, and then feel that uh, gratification at the end when I do eventually get them all done. Yeah. I just have to think about that to look forward to. But uh, yeah, I I think I've proven enough to myself over the years that like I'm I'm very capable of doing things. So I almost feel like doing common achievements is like a, it's not really like worth it to me anymore to to prove to myself that I'm well, I know what I'm doing or that I know I'm good at the game because like I already just inherently feel that mm-hmm. I I have enough self confidence in myself and I'm pretty pleased with. With uh, like, you know, my history playing the game, so it's almost like I'm not motivated to do these challenges because I just feel like uh, I've already proven enough to myself, there's, you know.
2: There's just not enough of a perk. Like I'm, I'm completely with you. Where it's just like I really just want to rush the Zuck helmet, but it's just like, eh, like, eh.
4: Oh, I'd love to too, but, know, it's, but just, it's just it's that just that the barrier of just yeah, being unable just, to find people. The, yeah, it's the like it's like to, it's like that, and it's
2: just also just like okay, I just gotta. Grind out like a hundred CMs like okay, I'll just do this. Like just, let's just do it. But like sometimes I'll be motivated and then sometimes I'm like, dude, that just sounds like so much effort. But I want to get it. The Zook helmet, it's like it reminds me of getting an Infernal Cape. I remember that urge, that just urge of like back in 2018 or uh no 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 it's oh yeah, it was twenty eighteen. Wow. Cause Inferno came Inferno out in twenty seventeen.
4: 2017 yeah. yeah
2: inferno came out 2017 i got mine a year after exactly a year after and uh i just remember thinking like i had this rush of motivations like i will not do anything in the game until i get this cape <laughs> and it was just that's what and then i remember getting the cape and i and i remember having this sense of confidence like nothing else will stop me like i don't want anything anything else that comes out of the game i don't want i don't want to be so intimidated by it that i'm not going to do it like i, I just want to do it and uh so that's, this is like that new Inferno. It's like a set of tasks. I got to do them. And I've been maxed for so I was saying this in my ramble. I have all the quests completed, Achievement Diaries, uh, max total level, all mu- music tracks and everything. But now I got this new set of tasks where it's like, ooh, I get that like, you know, I'm not completed you, you anymore. You can prove I,
4: yourself uh, I gotta you know, complete worthy the of the status.
2: Yeah, And I'm really excited because that helmet is just badass dude it's honestly so dope <laughs> it's so dope
4: like you go slay with that thing Ugh. i don't even know where i'd wear the helm because everything i gotta do is like off task like like taba uh, like i guess is... i guess if i finished grandmaster like what would i do on my iron at that point like like yeah. getting the zuck helm is yeah. like finishing the game it's like <laughs> getting crowned like you know you you are the the winner but that's what uh, also you can fa- now quit runescape yeah. and then it just rolls the credits like after you get to the sucko that was like an that
2: was like a max infernal cave. that feels like you played at the game the, the cool thing is like i have so much konar Slayer to do for dusk there's so many melee tasks you do and so i get to flex that helmet during that so it's like oh hell before yeah. i go back on the slayer grind for all that shit i gotta get that helmet
4: you gotta do something like, just, just go, just do your, like, Bloodville tasks in, like, Neve's Cave or some shit. Do every, you know, like, any excuse to do a task. To people, yeah. And then someone just walks World by Brio with, too. like, their, like, shitty ranged yeah. gear when they're about <laughs> to save spots some hellhounds or just look at you like, whoa, dude, that guy's a fucking gamer. Yeah.
2: Shout Man, out Ginny, yeah. by the way. Ginny was the first person to complete it.
4: Oh dude, I saw Ginny got the first and I was so envious of just the homies that Ginny has. Like like uh he's part of Neat Cord Yeah. And and they really worked hard to make Ginny like the 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 first iron to get it. Um so I was like super envious and almost like like uh malevolent towards like just the thought of jenny getting it first because cause, cause i was really envious because like I, ideally like i'd love to be the first person to get this account but yeah. i knew like i had to do 100 hard yeah. one top like i was just like it was impossible for me to get it on release basically yeah. so i was super envious of jenny but yeah i know i know him and uh he's obviously very talented and yeah. has very talented friends as well um so yeah it, it made sense and uh congrats to him for sure um does that make him the best person in the game? Uh, probably not, but still, I mean, you got to be pretty fucking... you got to get you gotta sweat your ass off them. for, oh, like, yeah. the beginning. Of, like
2: I, I just can't even imagine how many hours he was playing a day. Well, it
4: just... took a week, too. That was so fast. No, it was, like, it was a little that, bit more than a week. That in itself is a crazy achievement. It was beyond a week, wasn't it? Did... It was one week out, and then Ginny got the first. It was just one I... week? Yep. Holy fuck. So I got my, uh, well on. naturally an iron will get it first because they've already like full cleared the game yeah, already. Yeah. So they don't have to do KC challenges. Yeah. Like like people were speculating someone like Addicon or Molgo Kirby would get it first, but they don't do shit like fucking deranged archaeologists, yep. you know, like and will the, be bosses like, most of the time. The irons inherently have that advantage of uh, of having the casey done already. So all it took was an iron that had all the KCs done for most of the content in the game Yeah. that, like, took a long time to do. And then also having, like, the friends, the homies to get the team tasks done with. And Ginny yeah. was the perfect combination of all those things. Yeah. Very so impressive,
2: regardless. Even with the teams, like, gone, you know, just... You gotta be a gamer to do all that shit in a week. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's... That's pretty huge. That was really cool. Because that was genuinely... Because I remember talking to Mod Arcane and Mod Husky. I was like, when is... I think Mod Arcane was the one I was talking to. I was like, so how long do you think it'll be until the first person completes all Grandmaster and lower? And he was like, probably two to three months, he said.
4: Yeah, nah. nah, nah one nah, nah, week. Nah.
2: But he was probably assuming, like, if you were to start from, like, zero KCs with all these bosses and stuff. But when you have all the oh, KC uh... stuff done, it's like...
4: Yeah, it, starting with the KC is the most important thing, for yep. sure. Shoutouts to uh, Joker as well. He got his Zuckhelm two days ago. He, he's a beast. He, yeah, uh, I talked to him. Uh, no, he's he's probably like one of the more... I, I probably PM him on RuneScape more than anyone else, so uh, shoutouts to him for getting his Zuckhelm. He's a very talented gamer. Yep.
2: A lot of the solitary people are are gamers. They, they, yep, um, they've been going and, ham on uh, combat achievements.
4: There's a lot of gamers in solitary, but not everyone in solitary is good it's It's actually a minority of people who oh, are yeah. like no. good enough to do grandmaster so so I feel bad for not being in solitary anymore, but then again, I don't because everyone that's like like good enough to do grandmaster in solitary I'm already friends with anyway, so it's like nothing's lost in that regard <laughs> yeah. like it, it felt like maybe I should have been in solitary still just to be able to find teams but it it ultimately didn't matter in the end. I knew everyone in solitary anyway.
2: You should just join a clan like I'm in Olympus. I don't even know if there's anybody in Olympus that has. This, well, see, this I,
4: I I would join Olympus if if they did uh, stuff like you know speed five man CMs, but they yeah, don't, you're not gonna find like, that. <laughs> they advertise themselves as you know like a skilling slash PVM clan, but ultimately it's still the same skilling clan. It's been for years. Yeah, They're it's, there, it's there still are... like you know erudite, uh yeah, with its origin, it's. Uh, I don't think a clan like Olympus would even cut it for uh, getting those done. I pretty much just have to find mains. Uh, that, that, that's <laughs> yeah, what it comes down much. to. Is I just need other mains. And and
2: and mains are really good at TOB. It's all I fucking do. Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah. Like far better than irons. Yeah. Hundred percent. So it, it's just the matter of getting the mains. And uh, being an iron, it sucks because like I'm normally in an iron community, right? Like like naturally as an iron man, I would be like gravitated towards being friends with other irons that share the same experiences with me so i don't have very many main friends and and that's what really uh, makes me struggle to get uh, the team tasks done for ca all right what do you think about group iron we haven't even
2: covered it at all are you gonna play group iron man
4: not playing group iron uh i'm going to be watching the like few months that group iron is big on twitch and then it's going to die <laughs> it yeah. is definitely going to die okay so listen i was thinking
2: i've been considering making a duo iron man that's played by me exclusively just i'd play that, both accounts that I...
4: sounds like something alf you would do just, just... like <laughs> like play group iron but just play with four of your own accounts yeah just... no well, well the issue is is like
2: everyone fucking burns out and
4: i don't want some guy that's just
2: gonna burn out of me like yeah like Okay, this, this is why I'm considering playing group Iron Man. Because hardcore Iron Man release was the most fun I've ever had playing this game. The the fresh high scores, the initial competition was so fun, so thrilling. The issue with group Iron Man is the fucking groups, which I'm not a, hit, not a fan of, obviously. But um, <laughs> it would be cool to just start on release and do some AFK shit on it. Don't actually take it seriously but at least have it there so it's like yeah it goes that's a good idea. I don't know. That's just how I feel because I know a lot of people regretted not starting like Hardcore on release or Iron Man on release or just all these other things where it's like you get that head start in front of everyone and you know who knows it could be fun. The the high scores are going to be really fun. And I kind of want to go for something. I don't even know what. You I'm really going wanted with. to
4: go for rank one Fasani, and then day one Mace happened. <laughs> of course. I was rank one Fasani, though, and I got my Mace. You were, that was one. true. Even among mains, too. Yeah. They could have used, like, alts to, like, be number one and out- outpace you, but you still Scotty, beat Scotty
2: Scotty could have. I mean, Scotty was ahead of me, but then he'd, like, calm down at 50. He just kind
4: of. Scotty's got better things to do, like, get another Vorkath World Record. Dude, Scotty isn't is is insane.
2: Scotty's put so much time into the most, like, they just seem miserable. Like, to do these... Dude, that was
4: another fun thing about combat achievements, uh, is the Vorkath tasks were, like, really fun. Like, that was Getting fun. the Vorkath speed task. Like, yeah. I copied what Scotty did. Like, I copied... Scotty has, like, this guide. I just copied what he did and just kept yep. grinding out resets. Yeah. And, and, the, the... and that was, like, a brand new experience for me, resetting a boss until I got the time I wanted. It was It was probably, like, the Mole Goat guide, I'm assuming. Mole Goat Kirby had, like... It was, it was Scotty. It was uh, Scotty uh, made a guide on, like... Uh, okay. Like they're, how many defensively how many PHP yeah. hits. It, maybe they're they're probably identical, but yeah, Scotty uh was the one that post method. Maybe he wasn't the one that made it, but he,
2: yeah, mi- he, he, uh, he, he might have been the one that made it. I just watched the Mulgo Kirby uh YouTube and there's like a, a frame. Oh, in this is
4: before the Mulgo Kirby video. Oh, okay, okay. So it's probably so the, this the, was a thing. this was just a text file on what to do. Oh, okay. And I just understood it uh Followed it and it took like uh, it. It actually took a while. It was like three hours to get that speed test done because yeah. it, it takes quite a lot of RNG. Yeah, it was fun though. That one was fun. The Zora one, I didn't follow any guide. I just,
2: I just went in there and just eventually got. Oh, it.
4: I, I popped off with just fire surge with harm staff and mm-hmm. it was very easy. All, all it took was one green rotation and I just, I just got it. Yeah. It was so easy because I saw like there were speed methods for Zora that was like. Like, there was, there's two versions of it. There's the blue one and the green one. And the blue one required, like, specific number of blowpipe to Tebow hits, like, dragon knife specs. I don't have a single dragon knife on my iron, so I was like... Uh, what I did was I just looked at the green one. It was like it was literally, like, 10x harm. So I was like, oh yeah, let's just go for that instead. looks way easier. So the first green rotation I got, I just popped off. <laughs> and that was that. That took, like, 30 minutes of Zora oh, nice. to get that task done. I think I got very lucky. But, uh, yeah, just all I did was I just did Zora normally uh, and just popped off when I needed it. And that was that done. Nice. The that was uh, fun.
2: I, I really like the Gauntlet ones, too. Those were addicting. I wasn't even enjoying it, but it was just like I couldn't go to sleep. I was just like, <laughs> reset, reset. It was just like the, 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 like the addiction of it. Like, I got to get the perfect layout. It was so addicting. I stayed up for like six hours straight until like wow. 4 a.m.
4: I did all the corrupted gauntlet tasks uh, in advance. Oh, and by the way, I was very sad that there was no Ramadan uh, corrupted gauntlet challenge because that's something I like the number one thing I wanted It was a corrupted gauntlet with no food.
0: Uh, oh shit! That, that's but, what I wanted. So, but, the, so cause, that would because I already did it.
4: I already play tested it to see if it was possible, and it it felt great getting tier three and then just killing yeah. uh, Hanlef with redemption because you cannot get hit more than eight if you correct. That would have been a really cool task. Damn uh yeah i was sad know like ramadan run dude like uh i like think it would have been a great uh a great thing but yeah. you know what i can't you can't have everything i guess yeah. maybe i maybe i didn't use my save a agenda to push it to, to the jmods to <laughs> add that as a challenge but anyway yeah i think we've wrapped up c8 already we, we yeah. want to try to move on here uh <laughs> pretty pretty astonishing that we've gone for this long despite having no twitter topics no that has <laughs> been three hours <laughs> almost I I I uh, yeah. Um, in in any case, like group iron, like like for me, the number one reason to start group iron is to have an additional eight eight sixteen bank spaces for free. to have a fucking iron mule account. No, that's that that you just like trade shit too. I'm gonna that tell Sounds you, pretty nice.
2: I'm gonna tell you some of the issues with group Iron Man though. Like things that you don't even think of. So one of the things was, I was thinking, oh, I could just have an account that like AFK's day alt. You know, all day, and then it just trades it over to the other. I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, you can't trade any untradable. Dayal's untradable. Like, what the
3: fuck? Yeah,
4: I wanted, I wanted Group Iron to so that you could trade everything. I thought that would be a really cool aspect of it, like being able to trade stuff like Infernal Capes. Um, that would be even just... skill capes, but you wouldn't <laughs> be able to wear them. Even that would just be too items, busted, though. That would be too much QA. It would
2: be to too busted because so you'd have break. like you'd have a level three skiller with an Infernal Cape, and the game would just start start looking private servery.
4: That's pretty true, I suppose. The just the th- level three with Infernal, and then other people can see it. I guess that's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, there, there's
2: issues with it, and Group Iron Man. It's just, uh, I just am kind of sad that we were all so so addicted to this idea of Group Iron Man back in like 2016, 2017. Now it's like they like just promise. You it. say
4: everyone, but. Uh, I I knew it was a bad idea from the start. And I never understood the popularity, but I guess it's just like, you know, everyone wanted like it because people the... that play the game casually are yeah. like really interested in like playing with their friends, I guess.
2: The idea of it is cool, and then you start thinking of all the limitations and all the other bullshit. It's like, ah, oh, like people don't think about it too much. Just wait until it actually comes out. People are going to be like, all right, this kind of sucks.
4: There's... It'll be fun to watch. It's going to be Twitch content for sure on yeah. release. Like, it's going to be fun. Um, I, I I'd feel kind of sad if you like invested too much time in Group Iron though, because I do want to see you go uh, on your six hundred thousand Soraknis journey. That's the thing. I, I, I have I
2: have no, I, I have absolutely no plan to uh, have any Group Ironman content take over this account. I just think I'd be almost again. This is me right now. I could in a month just be like, fuck it, I'm not even going to do Group Iron. But right now, I'm thinking I really just should make a Group Ironman on release and just do something on the side just something so afk that i don't even have to think about it but i don't know i hate playing two accounts at
4: once you know there there is some incentive for me to play a new iron i will say like like to go through the game again with all the knowledge that i have yep from my previous adventure like like that sounds like a lot of fun and that that's what i had a lot of fun on on my on my alt account uh doesn't tip um is like I had so much fun like routing out how like how I would efficiently like get my uh account to a status where I could like top with it like i like what I basically routed was an alt with a an achievement diary cape because at that point it's like skills don't matter anymore yeah. um and then I'd have an alt that could just do whatever it wanted right so I routed out with all the knowledge that I've accumulated over all the years of playing the game, and I came out with this super sick route and I just went with it, and I had so much fun like. Like uh, you know, maximizing like AFK time with it, maximizing like like when I wanted to actually play on the account and put effort into it uh, and focus on one account only at uh, like at once. So what I ended up doing was I had this super sick agility route where I never touched a single course until I had Candor and Hard done. And I my first course was level 70 uh, Sears with Diary done, and it felt so awesome skipping. All that early agility. Yeah. I I quested to like 40 agility, um, and then I barb fished to 70 agility. Like I barb fished to 91 fishing because that's what you need for Mauritania Elite. Yep. And then I skipped all that agility, and it felt so efficient. How fast I was going. Not only did I barb fish at all, but I barb fished while my iron was topping. So I'd be like doing like Versic P2 while I'm like. Shift dropping fish on my alt, like it was fucking amazing. I had so much fun playing through the game, J- just on a main, and it would be fun doing it again on an iron where you can like route out efficiently, like what you want to do, like, yep. like, a- and that's the really cool thing about uh, about starting another iron is that you can do a route that only like gamers can do. Like you can do like a like a strategy where you skip Slayer early, and you just rush like Corrupted Gauntlet and yep. stuff where because uh, there's some really cool concepts where instead of being forced to do 87 slayer mm-hmm. uh to get a trident you could skip that by doing tob and getting a sang as your first mage weapon
2: yep no there are so many and the other cool thing about group iron man like there are cool things about it. one of them is like you can alt things now basically <laughs> or you can you can actually do things together and do things I, I can't say yeah, more group efficiently. Has some
4: really cool uh, aspects to it yeah. in that sense, yeah. Because I, I feel like most
2: efficiently is just everyone solos their own shit. But like, you still get that. You know, you, you still get the choice of like getting to like do things more efficiently. You get to like trade your iron. Like imagine you're doing something that involves. I don't know, like think about just <laughs> I don't know. This is really this is a really pointless thing, but. I was thinking of like the two tick dark crab method. Um, You have your group iron buddies. You can literally have your group
4: like like, you
3: can
2: have (laughs) your your alt, and you can just have them sitting there, and you can just trade them over the fish. (laughs) Oh yeah, true. Like like shit like that, where it's just like there's there's things where I want to play a group Iron Man and just have this shitty alt that does nothing but just helps (laughs) helps my main account, you know.
4: Dude, the the birth of doesn't tip. The reason I made that account in the first place was to have a fucking alt to hold the crafting, like in the crafting <laughs> guild, the the tanner. Yeah, I made the account for the sole explicit purpose of of holding the tanner at the staircase. That was the birth of the main. Like and like, uh, I had so much fun like decking a mode like full dark tuxedo, like like that. That's my thing nowadays. Is I have uh, I have doesn't tip decked out in full dark tuxedo that's awesome. and by the way i hope you, your personal iron butler. eventually has full dark tuxedo as well um but yeah it's like my personal butler dude like that's exactly what i want game. like
2: group iron man it's like I, I just want to play a duo group iron man have one main dude and then just a slave basically to the dude <laughs> just like you are just the slave to this guy and you'll just that do awesome so that that's what <laughs> i'm considering uh we'll see i'm not gonna main it like i said like i'm i'm so addicted to this account um uh, but it would be it would be cool to like afk something and i'm even considering doing some sort of afk grind where i can make it easier with like an alternate account so i don't know just something where it's like he's like my personal bank at this point i could do something where like that requires banking and then my alt or like the 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 butler guy is just my personal mobile <laughs> bank he's like my pack yak basically that that's what I, uh... i'm considering anyway
4: a lot of people that do like dolo like god wars and stuff probably really like doing stuff like that and I bet group iron would appeal to them in that sense where yeah. they can like basically play altman mode but to me the the biggest draw to group iron is obviously playing with your homies yeah like that is that is by far the the biggest drawing factor to that uh and uh I mean like yeah I could have fun playing another iron and like what I would be doing is I'd be rushing PVM, and then I'd have like my homies like basically doing the shitty things for me, like the herblore <laughs> part, and then yeah. they'd feed me, and then I'd just be like feeding them like crystal armor, you know, like like uh, giving them end game uh, PVM drops. And then they can have fun with that. Like, dude, just imagine—just like you have this friend that like barely plays, and you just give him like an Inquisitor base when he hits seventy-five attack on his on his iron. Like, yeah, here, bro, train strength. This is real good. Oh, hey, thanks, buddy. The (laughs) game's gonna start problems. uh,
2: There are gonna be some weird-ass accounts you're gonna start seeing around the game soon, just with crazy items. Just like, what the fuck? Like,
4: (laughs) yeah, it's gonna be fun seeing like level seventies with like armor that they definitely should not have access to at that point in the game and then you're gonna know like oh yeah they got fed they got they got you know a pretty talented player that's just feeding them items so i (laughs) wonder what
2: the new symbol is gonna look like i i think it's gonna look like the iron man helmet next to your name except it's gonna be like a little overlap like almost like the little shadow of it right over well you know how a
4: friend how the mini map shows friends as just green dots i I would i would just think it'd just be a green iron man symbol green as in like representing okay. like friendship but
2: but like how would you are, are you gonna is there gonna be a way to indicate whether you're in like a two-man or a five-man team
4: oh that's it, a good point that,
2: that's what i was saying like those little shadows might actually help if like you typed and it would just show two little helmets kind of overlapping each other or, or just like a
4: little tune like as an underscore to your icon that's true it could just be a
2: little number. You through. know,
4: uh, just a green Iron Man symbol with a two next so I don't know how they'll implement that. Uh, that's, that's a good thought, though. I haven't thought of that. Yeah. We'll see. I'm excited for it, regardless. Uh, Leagues 3. I That's need... another thing we haven't got into. Yeah. Um, so I never played Twisted League. I never played uh Trailblazers. <laughs> I loved watching it. And I loved the you know the account build style of Trailblazers where like you you pick your three regions and then that's your strategy cuz every region had its benefits uh even the shitty ones like desert had their benefits and you could have a certain account builds. Like dude, my absolute favorite part of watching trailblazers was watching dj Cumboy turn on his stream out of nowhere um shout out to cj come by the way he's part of the uncle <laughs> uncle cord crew um he, he just turns on his stream one day and he's just ice barraging zuck he's like no one has even gotten close to inferno on trailblazers and he's like day three just cooking up zuck with like some weird three tick barrage that just never splashes and his chat was booming. He had like 2k viewers on Twitch, and his chat was just like spamming, like spam this boy to help come boy, like just the whale cooking emote Oh my god, dude! Oh my god, I missed. It that. was so fun. I, people and, were and, telling and me about I wish about he those. got the first infernal okay, cape, but he planked. He, yeah. he, he choked. Uh, you hate to see it, but yeah, like 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 all the bugs that were associated with Trailblazers was really funny. Uh. I just loved watching the account, uh, like the variety and account builds that you could do. Yeah. Like you could have this mage build that's just absolutely decked out with like you know, like it's got Mauritania Desert and uh, I don't know what else. You uh, you you'd get like a nightmare staff, or like a like some crazy like special attack build with like a volatile orb as like an end game item that you want to get. So you'd get like outrageous amounts of volatile specs, like 25% or even 20% volatile staff specs and you'd just be popping off with mage the entire time like there, there were so many things you could do uh that that you know I, again like that, this this sort of wrapped around with what i was saying before where i want jagex to give the players the freedom of choice to do what they want right yeah. and and trailblazer was a perfect uh example of that where they give you all these different relics all these different perks and all, all these regions that you could choose to really, like, come up with your own strategy to to, to blaze your own trail, I guess, is what they were going for. And, and it worked phenomenally. Like, like that's all Jagex needs to do when they come up with new stuff. Even if it's... It could be a new raid, it could be a new league. Just give players the freedom of choice to approach things the way they want to, and you'll have a very successful uh, time coming up with new content. Yep. I completely agree. I don't know if I'll do... Uh
2: leagues three i keep saying like i'll do the next leagues and stuff but i just hate the fact that shit gets deleted
4: like it's uh unlucky yeah, yeah. that's just a, that's just a problem with how you play the game you you play for the endless progression aspect yeah. and there is none of that with uh with leagues i guess you could say there w- there's some of it with the pets c- carrying over like you could go for all pets on leagues that's true God. but like that's crazy yeah
2: no, that is true. There is that, and there is like the little, I guess, little rewards, cosmetics, and poh themes that come to the main
4: game. But it's like, eh. Anyway, uh, yeah, the the, uh, the you know the rewards for actually doing the League are, are uh, just so pale in comparison yeah. to the actual fun of playing the these crazy accelerated game modes. Yeah, that's the most fun. Is just. It's like the most fun is two weeks so of fast. it.
2: The first two weeks, and then it just dies. And the slowly. first
4: like hour, where you know everyone spawns in, like Varok, and they're all naked, like with like the default skin. They're just they're just booking it to the struggle to security. You see an army of like bots, like like you know the the Bob, uh, like the bot outfit that the the. the, the you know how your character looks when you don't uh, change your character at all in the character creation menu. Like, you Just have a bunch yep. of those guys just running through. It's so funny to see. It's, it's so hype at the beginning, dude. It, it really is. Yeah. I had so much fun watching all the leagues.
2: It is fun time. watching. I'll have to consider playing or not. It's just going to be...
4: It's up to things. you. It, it's just a quick little burner project. It's not like it's going to be last that long, right? Yeah. So you feel like you're not taking away too much of your time in the main game. And if it's making you play RuneScape more, then I guess that, that would be a positive if you find yourself not playing yep. as much when there's no League. Well, shit.
2: What else do we have? I think we've like pretty much covered everything.
4: So you quickly... Uh, well, we never went through Deadman. I don't think we're even going to talk about Deadman. There's um, people that are more qualified to talk about Deadman than
2: us, too. Oh, talking. yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, we went through Raids 3, we went through, uh, Comet Achievements, me having fun with the game, um, I'm hoping people PM me on Discord, uh, being like, hey, Guppy, hey, you want, you want, uh, you want a teammate, dude? And I'll just be like, oh, god, please, yes, take me, please, uh, please carry me, daddy. Uh, what else do we have, uh, well, we really, like, like, before this cast, like, when, like, the day that Sebe asked me to be on the cast, like, like I'll be, I was like, yeah, we can discuss more about topics later, and then we just never PMed each other, and then we don't have any sort of like notes to go off of or Twitter topics. We're so just, <laughs> we're just sending this without. May, any... Maybe there's something we forgot to talk about. But I'm pretty thrilled that we covered this much already. Yeah. So we we could probably wrap up here. Um, uh, I guess I never said congrats on getting your mace finally. I am so much. See, that's the thing.
2: So much has happened since. Uh... You last came on. We definitely have missed a bunch of stuff, and thank you, because that mace grind was
4: horrible but it's dude, over. I, I love your uh i love your rent a tile thing going on sarachnus whoever whoever came up with that idea needs to get modded if it wasn't you because holy fuck what a brilliant idea that... so I just look at your stream and you're just killing sarachnus and, and you just have like disco tiles everywhere like like it's so full at this point and it's like 25 dollars a tile and like almost every tile is rented out like like dude you're gonna have to start like mortgaging Tiles so, so listen people.
2: So I'll I'll give a little bit of uh insight. So first of all, that idea came from Alfie. I went to Alfie Stream and he started highlighting tiles for the same price. It's like five. Oh my god, time. that's genius. And then and then I was I was giving all the credit to Alfie and then Alfie was like, No, no, no you gotta give all the credit to Bastilla, who I'm pretty sure they're like dating or something. And um anyway, she was the one that gave the idea to Alfie and then I just saw it on Alfie's and then I did it. But it has been such an eyesore to look at. So this was a this was just an idea for a month. I was like, let's just try it out, you know, you know, whatever. It has been horrible to look at. It's been giving me a headache. So we're we're clear. We're bulldozing all the properties September first. The
3: properties are getting bulldozed.
2: Well, th- that was already guaranteed that they were going to reset each month, um, because they would just fill out too much and just be obnoxious. So they're they're getting cleared. And I'm going to come out with a new idea. I think one thing I'm thinking is permanent properties, but you can't do it in the Seractus layer. It would be at, like, certain clue spots or something. Oh, that's interesting. You would just see your name, like, whenever you go to, like, your clue spot or whatnot, instead of just it being this horrible fucking circus
4: in the you know just like the worst pit. clue steps in the game like that elite clue step like like south or sorry northeast of like soul wars like just oh be like, god if you're reading this you got fucked smile <laughs> yeah like shit <laughs> there's like a that, lot of potential so. there
2: well, we'll get, yeah that it was a it was a fun idea for a little bit and then it started getting way too filled out and it's been just horrible to look at so or bulldoze yeah down.
4: having all those tiles concentrated in one area probably can give you a headache like like i know like looking at my uh tile markers for the thieving room and solo cm it's like pretty wild looking at them because i have every chest color-coded oh, based on like the poison uh where the poison can be right because yeah, yeah, every yeah. chest has like th- three other sister this, yeah. chests that uh can share like poison and bats together so if I've got, like, poison in a green chest, and I know bats have to be in a green chest. And I just have disco tiles of every color. Uh, every chest that can be bats is marked a different color pretty much in there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it can be a nice sort of look. I know when I used to stream CM, people would see my thieving room for the first time, and they'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and in my chat every so often, I'd see, like, this guy asking me, what the fuck's going on in your thieving room? And I'd explain it. And uh, yeah, you probably have to explain what's going on in your Ceratodus layer every so often. Like, I've explained it eh, all the time. Mark, uh, rent. <laughs> I'm just like,
2: I'm sorry that you have to look at this because it's bad for me to look at it. But I can't even imagine the viewers just sitting in there, just staring at that, or you know, just like, oh, I
4: mean, that's that's where you're gonna be for hundreds of, or sorry, thousands. of That's hours, exactly dude. why I need to get rid of it. It's, it's only
2: been like two weeks, and I'm just like, yeah, this this cannot be a permanent thing here. Like, this is horrible. <laughs>
4: Anyway. oh yeah it's a genius idea yeah i think we've probably covered enough i mean we, we we've practically already beaten like most people that that are that have a cast <laughs> or you know what we never talked about um what is uh other casts that, that was the thing we were talking about before uh before we started the recording is like like we could probably talk about like all the different save a cast like like rate like which ones we like the most which ones we didn't like uh you know, I want to hear. I, from I mean, you. I don't want to shit on people.
2: I want to. I want to hear it from you because okay, here's the other thing: is like, yeah, there there doesn't need to be any like, uh, you know, you just say like the good ones and maybe some of the, you know, critiques or whatever from other ones. But like, some people haven't heard any of the Sebe Cast, and I was mentioning this before to you. Like, the the Sebe Cast, every episode just says Sebe Cast and then the person's name. It it never goes into any like thing we actually cover. So. Some podcasts I watch. You do a pretty good job
4: in the channel description, though, of, uh, of telling, like, what the person is. Like, that's like, true. Uh, like, in my cast, you said that I was, like, a uh, really smart player and really enthusiastic about the game, which which was, like, it was just a short summary that described me perfectly, and I thought that was more than enough. You don't have to have this epic caption of, like... No, but it's, like, of, like it's uh, like
2: uh, the, I guess that's in the description, but some podcasts will even have, it, like, in the title. Like, they'll just name it, like this is what we're talking about and it gets a lot of that clickbait but when you just say somebody's name and they never even heard of the name they just aren't even going to click it so i want to hear from you like what what have been your favorite cast and what
4: are the things that make them your favorite oh this is where i'm going to start shout outing people so a bit of background story on like me listening to casts um so i was listening to the cast very early on i think by the time you got to like cast five i like learned of of your cast and I already knew of your stream, right? So I knew, like, oh yeah, this is you know someone that I really like listening to. I, I bet the I bet the guests are going to be just as interesting, and they're going to have a good time. And this will be something really good to listen to while I'm playing like the game, or even if I'm going out for a walk, I'll just like put on a cat a, like a Sebe cast just to listen to it each Tuesday. Um, so I've 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 listened to pretty much every cast at this point, uh, from uh, Jukebox Romeo to uh, Randy was the last one, yep. right? there's only a handful of casts that I, like, stopped listening to halfway because I was just not vibing with the opinions. Um, like, the first half of the lane cast was, like, really good, and, uh, I was, like, really impressed with the, with how knowledgeable she was at the game, and, like, her opinions of the game were, like, really good at the, at, at the time. But then there was, like, something that just, like, really turned me off uh, halfway, and I just, like, lost interest, I guess. Just some of the opinions were just way too hot of takes for me to take, so, uh, yeah, I, I stopped listening to to some of the casts. I don't want to like list names. I guess I've already listed someone. Not not to hate on on them or anything, but yeah, like uh No, and this is like, like your own opinion. Not, not all casts are equal. Yeah, yeah, like uh like I
2: don't know. Like, I really liked the Lane cast. Uh there was definitely some like heat going back and forth too between like our different <laughs> Yeah, like
4: uh like one of the casts like almost before or after that, uh, like defy J like I loved how defy J had like some crazy hot takes yep. that I never thought of defy J was a really good task, a uh, task, really good, um, uh, cast, I should yep. say, not task cast. Um, I, I loved some of the hot takes he had and he's got that Australian banter going on, right? Like, like he was a great person to listen yep. to. I loved Defy. I, I like the defy J cast. Uh, of course, uh, uh Adicon was lovely to listen to um he's obviously incredibly knowledgeable and extremely talented at the game and I I just like his like overall vibe of just uh you know like he's really calm and collected he he was good to listen to you know what cast really surprised me with how much i liked it Rigandau. yeah i was so surprised the the vibe he gave us off was unlike anything i've ever listened to in any of the cast he had this extremely mellow mature vibe i think i think he was probably the oldest person on the cast maybe that was the result um yeah
2: now him and foe i think are the oldest they're both
4: in their 30s yeah foe's was good as well he's got that star power of course you can't help but love the guy um, riggandam might have been my favorite cast i think maybe wow yeah no that just, one just listening to just a you know a man that's learned from his mistakes over the years and a man that's set a path of redemption for himself it sounds it it, it sounded really great he's a really uh, good it's he's it's soothing to listen to his cast was short too and yep. and every time i have a i see a, a Sebe cast on my youtube feed and it's like an hour and a half i'm like almost like Unhappy at the the guest already for having a short cast, but (laughs) after listening to Rick and Dale, I totally don't mind that at all. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely gonna make a tier list of the cast. I think at some point, um, at maybe like the 50 marker, like some uh some milestone number, maybe maybe 40 even. And uh, (laughs) I feel almost bad putting myself uh near the top. Top one, two, and three. Part one, part two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe not part two. Part one. Like my first cast was was good. I think. Uh. Because, yeah, like, I haven't even listened to my own cast, right? Because uh, I listen to the cast for more insight, and I don't really want to listen to, like, myself talk about things that I've already, talked like, talked about. Um, so I almost feel like me being on the cast is, like, a waste of a week because it means that I can't listen yeah. to, to the cast for a week. It's, like, almost negative <laughs> in that regard. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, you have a good variety of guests on your cast. And I I think it's cool that I'm recapping it too because I'm like the first repeat guest, right? Yeah, so I feel like you more than anyone, I'm probably the one the most uh, qualified to to talk about like you know the say summary of uh, of all the people that have been on the cast. You you have your like you have the super sociable people that that really hate Runescape. They like they're just basically there for the social aspect, right? Like like uh, Uncle Lopsy Sekon, um <laughs> Um, uh, whale whale as well uh, like the people that just like they just don't give a shit about the game at all and they're basically there for the social aspect yeah Um, like I mean yeah like you can tell they're not nearly as enthusiastic of the game uncle is just like oh yeah dude I fucking hate the game man <laughs> like like yeah. the dude like he played runescape the farm partner and and then he stopped playing. He's just, like, just the day he gets partner, like, oh, yeah, d- hey, guys, I got partner Time to play fucking Ratchet <laughs> and Clank, dude. Like, Wario <laughs> fucking world. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah. And, and those casts are the long ones, too. Like, those are the ones of people that are just being, like, just sociable guys. And I, I really appreciate those casts a lot. Um, I'm glad you like both. Uh,
2: th- there, there's, like... I see in the comments section of certain casts, like people be like, You gotta talk about RuneScape, man. Like shut the fuck up about other things. Like and but then I get people that are like, I really wanna go into like these guests and like other stuff besides Runescape. So I have to get like that balance right where it's like some guests we barely talk about RuneScape and then some that's
4: all we talk about. So I, I think you have a good balance of uh of guests like like you have guys that are they just go in deep on the game, like myself, uh, Port Kazard as well. I love the guy, so yep. uh, Like he he's almost like one of uh one of my friends, almost like uh. So it was like having a friend on the cast and and listening to him talk. It was like it was like listening to a, fami- a familiar voice, you know. Yeah, he's so awesome. I, I like uh, I liked Port Kazard a lot. Uh, but yeah, like the social people, the people that just hate the game with all their guts, they they have their own, like, special place on this tier list that I'll probably make. I'll probably just have a tier of just, like, the sociable guys that just hate the game, just put them all in the same tier, just slap them all in, and and that's, uh, and that, that's that, um... Yeah, like uh, like Randy was like the perfect balance for me. I think of uh, of like IRL and the game, because cause he'd talk about all these things he'd do in the game, and I never heard the perspective of a bug abuser playing the game, like him finding like weird shit, like like this pre- priest in peril thing, or yeah. like like uh, him talking about the the space race to the first level three fire cape. Yeah. Uh, but he'd also talk about his own like like his mental issues and like how he would cope, and he would talk about his like alcoholism. And uh, it felt like I was talking to someone that like had real grievance, uh, who is like sort of you know again like Rigondeaux like set a redemption yeah. course for himself, and and it's it's great to hear people like that that uh, they learn from their mistakes and they grow as people like like the maturity of, of the people that you get on the cast it, it's just truly marvelous to to hear about, and and those people also have their own like special contribution that I think is really important to the overall Sebae cast experience. Yep.
2: Now, I'm I'm extremely satisfied with, like, this past... Just... What's crazy is I do a cast every week, almost, and we're already at 35 casts, which is, like,
4: over a... Yeah, over half a year. We're getting to the year point. I know. And and you know what's crazy? Is that you're going to start having more repeat guests soon, because once you get to that year mark, like people that have been on the cast are going to be up for grabs again like when you asked me to be on the cast again i like reluctantly was like it's pretty soon like you really want to do it this soon like like uh like there's still people that haven't watched or listened to my my first and even the second part of my cast or even the ramble i did with you like there's people that haven't listened to that yet so i felt like you know maybe give it a little bit more time like let those people that haven't listened to me uh, the first time I was I was on, like, have give them that opportunity, and then they can listen to like the return of the king, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, there, <laughs> not to put myself on too so, high of a pedestal, So, but, yeah. so
2: next, I mean, that's what I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm, I've loved this cast because it's just like repeat. We already, you already know what's going to happen. It's a seibe cast. There's no like kind of like awkwardness at first. It's just like we go right into it. Um, and I do have some. Uh, other uh previous guests plan for these next few weeks potentially you'll you'll oh, you guys will awesome. I, I don't even want to leak anymore because i'm not leaking guests anymore unfortunately people are getting butthurt at it but i'm I can't.
4: This, this, this uh this cast was rock solid on uh on confidentiality like yeah no one's gonna see no this leaking going
2: and uh <laughs> no leaking and uh no but it's really exciting because there's so many more guests i i have like new guests that i want to i have a list look i have a list it's actually on my rune light i have a list of 25 names right now of people that i want to get on the cast
4: that's awesome
2: like 25 names, and that's just like a list i thought up in like five minutes basically and like people i really want to get on and like plan for the rest of the year as well like a lot of them and so it's exciting. But yeah, the repeat guests are gonna be like the really cool ones. And uh one guest I want to get on. I'll just I'll say this one. I want to get Dan gleesack on again. I uh
4: he's the he's one of the skiller guys. Yeah, he he got two hundred mil all and he dipped from the game. Dude, hey. he's he's got he's got a crazy attitude on him. I love it. Like like I love how <laughs> just uh like like his sense of humor is like it's a subset of of uh people that you have like no one else has been on the cast with that kind of like sort of like fuck you attitude. Yeah and I yeah. love I love that part of him. Uh, he reminds me of Randalicious as well. I loved I love how good Randalicious was at telling stories. Like I knew when he was gonna be on the cast like beforehand, like, oh dude, this guy is gonna have just the best stories yeah, to listen now, to Randy's... And he really did. He was he was top tier for sure. Shout
2: out to Randalicious dude. Randy's really fun to listen to. But Dan, nobody's even like I want to get a person on that's like done with the game, like what have you been up to since you stopped, you know? Like what if like, Oh, that's a good point. Like that's like, the, uh, the stuff I want to hear. Like what is what's been in your what's been happening in your life since you like graduated from the <laughs> graduated from the game, but like, you know.
4: Well, I mean, I've I've sort of graduated from the game at this point. Like I'm still playing like here and there, but but uh RuneScape's not my main focus at the moment. I'm actually streaming like very often, but it's not RuneScape related. I've been playing a lot of Zelda randomizer. And uh, oh, I've gotten, I've, I've actually gotten to the point where I'm pretty good. So I'm like racing people and like winning races and shit. Like I'm playing Majora's Mask randomizer at the moment and I'm having so much fun with that. It's like, it's so addicting that I I, I hardly have any time to play RS. But yeah, if, if you want to check me out playing Zelda we, randomizer. We're going to have, yeah, yeah, we're going to
2: have your that. Twitch link now. I don't think we had your Twitch link in the... <laughs> You know what's cool one.
4: is that I got I got affiliate uh, or I got a like the the email to get affiliate yeah the application for affiliate this morning so uh yeah we're gonna get that soon we're gonna have channel points baby oh hell yeah uh, Okay, yeah we're shit everyone, I, go I fall, mean, everyone go follow me <laughs> well up. I mean you don't have to panic follow me like the, <laughs> like what I'm playing is so incredibly niche like like I'm playing Majora's Masked and but yeah. I'll probably be playing Ocarina of Time uh, as well soon. 'Cause uh I've just been having so much fun. Will you these randomizers long term? Here's
2: my question now. Will you stream
4: your inferno Grandmaster tasks? Alright, so there's one person in my it, it, that's that watches like all my twitch streams. Like like this dude's in like seventy five percent of my twitch streams. Like you probably had that too, like when yeah. you were streaming, like like you have this one guy that's like your first like you know true like your regular yeah like like i i have one of the regulars in my in my stream his name's sulfur dreams and and he comes from a runescape background right so he's always bothering me to like dude you gotta stream runescape gotta stream Runescape, (laughs) runs the runescape stream so (laughs) i i guess it's gonna be inevitable at this point that i'm gonna end up streaming rs a more uh, I just have to get a stream layout for it going, and then I just yeah, like I can start doing Inferno and stuff that actually people would be interested in seeing. Yep. So I I think probably Runescape streams will happen very soon. I just have to like get back on the grind, you know, like like I have to take away time from playing uh like racing Zelda randomizers.
2: Yeah. No. What that's exciting, man. I'm uh, I'm I didn't even know yeah, you dude, were streaming like, until like, uh... you literally told me like right before the. The cast today. Oh hell so yeah! I'll be following. You. Like I, don't even think I, I, I watched the
4: cold you. one. Shout out to the cold one. He was also in the cast. I loved listening to him too. Like he, he play he he was playing uh, Majora's Mask randomizer, and I think he's the person that got me into playing it. Because uh, like I wa- I was watching, I was like like it's something I played before, but it's not something I've like really tried to like grind out and like play uh, and be good at. And I've had a lot of fun playing it long-term. Just, just, like, randomizer aspect. Like, sometimes you have these really niche scenarios that you gotta solve, right? Like, like I've seen, like, so much uh, new shit happen. Even just, like... Like, I've been playing so much, but I still see new things happen all the time. So, it's exciting, like... Like, the all the scenarios that can happen in a randomizer setting, so... Playing it uh, like in that sense has been really fun. Like I'll just pop off when something really dumb happens that can only ever happen in a randomizer. So, yeah, shoutouts to a cold one for getting me hooked on Zelda Rando. Uh, I watch like all of his uh, Zelda Rando streams as well. So they're awesome. very addicting. I love a cold one. He's just he's a king. Oh yeah. Dude, can I I just want to make a shout out to the entire community honestly like like I love the old screwscape community big time. Like like all the people that are like really popular and at the top like they they're really really respectable people. Um well, maybe not all of them. Like, uh, like, I don't know how I feel about Odeblock's, uh <laughs> attitude. But oh uh, God, you know what, dude? He's, he still has his niche in the market. Like, people want to see, like, the Ice Poseidon sort of figure in the community. And that's what Odeblock, uh fulfilled. So, uh, you know what? Shout out him anyway. Uh, I- I'm just grateful to be in such a good community. And that's what keeps me playing the game. And what keeps me motivated playing the game. Even if I don't play, like, very much nowadays, like...
2: It's still a big like,
4: part. It's still it's just... a really beautiful community yeah. of just people that I... So many people that I, I share connections with because we're all the same age. We sort of have the same sort of background. Like, it, it's just the game that fits me so perfectly. And I do not regret a single day playing this game uh, in the six years I've been playing Iron Four. So, yeah, I'm just grateful that uh, we have so many, uh, you know, interesting characters that we can ha- we can see really shine on each individual Sebay cast and uh i'm really proud to be a part of it as well. Maybe maybe i have less of an influence on the community as i should uh because i'm not a content creator, right? But but i still feel like i i fulfilled a a sort of a niche even if i'm not making, you know, youtube videos all the time or tw- or streaming regularly on twitch, but yeah. Yeah, i'm just i'm just grateful to be part of this wonderful thing, i should say.
2: Well, shit, man. I think we'll wrap things up here. I'm uh, definitely going to have all your links now in the description so your twitch you don't have a twitter though i guess what do you oh, have a twitter oh
4: you just uh i well i i just use discord i don't okay. i don't like twitter cuz it's like why would i make <laughs> a twitter just for yeah. escape you know
2: so we'll have your we'll have your Twitch and then we're also going to link your YouTube just so people are aware. I remember just for the two videos yeah.
4: that I that I made basically. But yeah, I'm also on Discord like 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 the first cast you linked my Discord name and, and there were people there. that actually did message me like they had questions and and there were people that that messaged me just to say nice things about me. So like really grateful for those people as well. Um so yeah, you can link my my Discord, Discord again. again. It's just okay. BC Guppy and then the hash icon and then seven one eight nine. My number has never changed. Okay. So if anyone just wants to like you know have a chat or like has a question, like they can just PM me on Discord. I get. It's not like I'm a big content creator, right? So I don't get pinged all the time for things. Um, I I seldom get messaged by like you know people that aren't my uh, close friends. So, uh, yeah, I'll uh, reply to pretty much anything that's sent to me. Awesome. Just uh, hit me up on Discord if you have any questions or concerns, and yeah, I'll just uh, address them. Shit, man! Three and a half hours. Hell yeah, we, dude! We, did it. <laughs> we didn't think <laughs> Who we did, needs
2: Twitter topics, dude. We, we didn't think we'd even pass it. We we're like, well, we'll just kind of wrap it up around two, you know. We don't need to. We don't have any topics, so let's just.
4: I, I I just gotta appreciate the you know we got some good chemistry going on and it's really fun chatting with you. We we should really like just chat more often, even if it's not for a cast scenario, yeah. right? Like just you know just like see just check out uh, you know how how you know how's it going, Seder? Like like what what are you up to? Uh, how are you liking it streaming? Like you know just, just I'm gonna feel to I'm just talks, gonna
2: feel like, like almost obligated to record regardless because it's just like we always talk about some cool stuff and I just want to share it with everybody. Cause
4: it's... Oh yeah, Guppy, yeah, you don't... Uh, so yeah, I don't have a guest this week. Uh, yeah, we the channel is kind of drag content, mate. You want to give me some free content, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Yeah, like uh, I, I still appreciate coming on the cast even even after like I've done a couple by now. Yeah, It's really fun just, you know, getting it out there. I, I don't really... I hardly have a, a medium for like you know, talking about uh, my opinions on on the game like like I hardly even talk to anyone about my opinion on the raids three rewards, so getting a getting like a a way to to vent my frustrations or to you know give my praises is, is is you're providing that for me, and I really appreciate it yep yeah, and we're we're gonna have you on probably
2: who knows before not before too long, like we're gonna probably have you on again, so
4: we'll see um. You know, like, we'll see the reception that this cast gets, and if people really do want to see more of me. yeah. Um, and if you guys want to see more, like, below in the
2: description, go to the Patreon. We got some deleted scenes. If you're just craving for some more, we got two big deleted scenes from the previous Save A cast, so uh, yeah, go check it out. But, uh, yeah. Before we take any more of your guys' time, we'll, we'll wrap things up here. And uh, BC Guppy. A pleasure as always to talk to you.
4: Hey, bae, it was the pleasure is is uh, is mine. I I really have fun having like a, this big long conversation with you. And, and it's and lately it's, it hasn't been often that I've been able to like go off on Runescape. So yeah, it's definitely a pleasure to be on the cast again. Well,
2: thank you for being on it. Thanks for uh, taking your time out of the day. So, okay, guys, again, not leaking who's on for next week. Uh, but it will be the first time ever. Two guests on one cast. So, oh
4: shit! Oh, that that's news to me, dude. Two guests. That's gonna on, be exciting. Two guests on one
2: cast. I'm not gonna leak anything more than that. I could, I could just tell you briefly. I'm just, you know, but I, I'm just gonna keep it simply. But there will be Twitter topics for this one, so keep uh, in touch. Follow my Twitter down in the description. There'll be topics uh, for you guys to give, and that'll probably be on like Thursday or Friday. So, thank you guys again. Peace out. We'll see you on the next one.